everybody. Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 37. And today we are sitting down with Big Mike, the humanitarian, the scholar, the um, podcaster, motivational speaker, okay, um, and life coach. Okay. Everybody give a round of, of applause. I was going to say roundhouse. Of applause, that a would roundhouse be... of applause whoosh, for Big Mike. I don't have a soundboard. So. <laughs> I do have that, but I have that on my phone. Every once in a while, somebody says something that's so fire in the moment that I have to pull out the Jamaican air horn. The Jamaican. Make sure you speak into the fro, bro. But I mean, like, <laughs> you don't think people could hear that? No, it's just, it sounds a lot clearer when you scoot it forward and twist it around, upside down. Do some ASMR Wait, with um, your man beard. Twist it around. Why? Like it's good right here. But it has to be like you in want your it face, to be like like that. Die. Boom. Listen to it. Watch. Hi. See, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Theo but in the fucking building, baby. It'll just obstruct my face from your camera. Nah, it won't. It's all good. I'm not even tripping though. Like that. Everybody knows what you look this like. This particular side that they can see. I think it's a good side. Everybody can see you. And what, what do you got on right there, bro? What is that shirt? I've never oh. seen that before. You, you have not? No. What is that? Uh, this is just one of the drops from the Think Bigger project. It says, <sighs> this is, it says Thinker Movement. What that's, is? That's what I'm all about, dog. Starting a movement where people think for themselves. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. Starting a movement where people <laughs> think for themselves. <laughs> because uh, that's that's what matters to me, man. Whether it be about cars, life, panda. It doesn't matter as long as you make a decision for yourself based on what you have given yourself as knowledge to make the decision, not just because Joe Schmo and, you know, the popular kids on the internet or yeah. whatever have, have made you believe that's what you're supposed to do. No, I feel you. And uh, to give you guys a little backstory, Big Mike was actually the first ep or first guest to be on Downtime with Downstar uh, 36 episodes ago. Yeah, Wow. Wow. <laughs> Time flies, right? Episode one and two, and now you're on 36. Crazy. I know, dude. It, it's uh, crazy. That was in Ohio. We were just talking about that when we went to Ohio for uh, Eibach meet. We'll be back there again this year. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, it's going to be dope. The Eibach meet we are expanding will be in a few different cities and, and more to come. So first it was one, then we went to a, a couple. Now it's at four this year, and it might be five or six just depending on the announcements that, uh, uh, you know, that yeah. are happening in the background. If so, everything goes good, it's going to be good for everybody. Yeah, I'm man, definitely. For that. Definitely, yeah. dude. That, the Eibach media is really dope. You know, there's a, uh, so much history there, man. This is year 15. Good Lord. Uh, if any of you guys are out of state and you've ever wanted to attend something, an event in Southern California, the Eibach, if you're a Honda, even if you're a car person, but if you're a Honda person... The 15th year Eibach Honda meet. That's like choice number one. Yeah. I always tell people. like, Yeah, it's pretty Eibach intense. Meet. It's it's SoCal. It's going to be hot. It's outdoor. There's drag racing happening at the same time. But if you want to talk about a feeling of the culture. Definitely. That that meet's dope, man. That meet's dope. Definitely. So we're going to have some good times. Um, I'm going to take the podcast equipment with me every trip that we go. Okay. Ash got me this dope suitcase right here. I don't know if you can see it. It says downtime with downstar on it 
Um, I can see it. Yeah, it and it's dope. my uh, it's my carry on now. So okay, I don't have to worry about it getting all this shit getting lost or anything. Sure, like sure, that. sure. Yeah, definitely. But man. since uh, since we did our episode, um, I don't know if you talked about it on there or not, but you actually started your own podcast. Yeah, man. You know the thing bigger project as a brand and as a company, it's all about uh, reaching people, and you can reach people in different ways. You know, uh, one of the questions I get asked the most is when am I going to build another car? Yeah. And um, you know what, man? I, I don't actually have an inclination to do that at this moment. I love my car. It's 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 loud. It's fast. It's fun to drive. And when I do have time to do that, which is pretty rare, man. Yeah. I work a lot. That's another thing we got to talk about. I don't know what. Um, what different ways we can utilize to reach people to understand to get them to understand exactly how much work is involved. Um, but, uh, you know, I always get that question, you know, how come you don't ever drive your car, which is hilarious. Cause it's like, you don't live with me. <laughs> yeah. So why would think about the way the question was asked? Some, if you ask when was the last time? All right. Yeah. But if you're like, well, how come you don't ever drive? I don't have a personal videographer that like lives with me. Right. Or just comes through on command and then just starts busting out a cannon yeah. and a, a lens, my guy. Like, I don't have a dudes with reds and, like, you know, Ronins. And, and it's just like, just relax, man. Like, the internet and, and, um, and what people put on the internet is what they specifically want you to see. And, I mean, I was driving it the other day. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I don't have a GoPro affixed to the cage. And I'm not going to drive it like this. Right. So I drove it and then I was like, oh, dope. And then I got to ch- I want to change one or two things. And so, um, yeah, man, the, 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 the company, the brand, the movement of the project, it was just like, well, for a, a year or two, people have been specifically telling me, you know, one other way, an additional way that, that you can, um, you know, reach people and everyone wants to, to listen would be something like a podcast. Yeah. You know, I've been guests on, on, on quite a few over the last year and a half. We just talked about your episode one and two uh, in Ohio for the IBOC meet. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Two episodes. And then um, the No Breaking podcast, uh, Christian's um, How It's Done podcast. Yeah, that's a good one. Shout out to Christian. Um, and then the, uh, the Parables podcast. Shout out to the Parables. Um, oh, yeah. And the homie EJ from the Parables podcast. And then um, the most recent one, it actually is re- uh, releasing or released today. Really? Uh, for uh, Jada Toys. So for those of you guys that don't know about Jada Toys, um, Jada Toys was established, I'm pretty sure it was 99. So we're at 20 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, in, in the automotive community, they got really famous for making these die casts of the Fast and the Furious series. Okay. Uh, like all of them, you know, like all of the most famous Fast and the Furious cars uh-huh. have been uh, made by them, but they do everything from Marvel, DC, Star Trek. Um, really? Oh, dude, they make so many things. When I was at the facility, they have um, they have just cases of of just all. I mean, you name it, Marvel and DC, every character, right? Different styles, different makes, every car from like the from uh, the Batmobile and the Batwing, and I mean RoboCop. I mean just anything that you could think of they they probably at some point or currently have the license and produce toys at different scales yeah so um one of the things that got really popular uh 
for in the tuner community was import the import racer series. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. So so um. Anyways, Jaded Toys has been around a long time. I have been familiar with that company to some degree for a really long time, and um, you know, just as the growth of myself as a a member of the community. Yeah. And um, the podcast uh, that I've done in 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 certain ways has reached so many people. Maybe not by volume, but I guess who it's reached. Yeah, I think that, that that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize is it, it depends on you, who you're reaching, not how many people sure. you're reaching. Exactly, yeah. Um, because there's a lot of fluff out there. The internet has created a very, very exaggerated world in many ways, and one of them is the uh, the numbers, the yeah. quantification of things. Everyone has the six digits, seven digits. It has to have millions for you to think that it's like it, it's that it's big, and that's not the case. Yeah, sometimes when I'll see like say a rapper with like fifty k, I'm like, hell yeah, dude! I'm on the I'm on the 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 beginning of um, this of the of wave. this wave going. This is something tight, you know. Sure. I don't look at it and think like, oh, this rapper, he he's probably whack because he doesn't have a million right, right, followers right, right. Or So whether music or automotive, it's the same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, dude, I mean, I think people even people uh do it innocently, right? They're not trying to look at someone and be like, oh, well they don't have that many followers, so they're a nobody. Yeah. But you have this like idea that if you don't have a lot of followers, then you must not be a somebody. Yeah. Even if it's not a malicious way of thinking. And it's just not true because everything from the bots to buying followers. Like if you have somebody that has, I don't know, man, 300,000, like a girl, one of the models, right? Or, yeah. Or a rapper, some dude you've never heard of, right? If you see like hundreds of thousands of followers and then they have like 1,100 likes, that's not real. Yeah. Right? It's it's not even mathematically possible. If they have like seven comments, like that gives you, these are ways to give you an idea that this potentially just completely lying to you. Yeah. The numbers at least. So the numbers aren't a real thing, you know? It's like, it's 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 who it's reached and, and it just got to the point where companies like, uh, you know, I work with companies like SEMA. Yeah. You know, I was a contender. And now I work with them uh, in many ways. And Jada Toys, like I said, that company is global. Been around for 20 years. They're licensing. They produce stuff for all kinds of stuff. So it's when they reach out yeah, and they're like, hey, man, would you like to be a guest? Uh, it's dope, man. I mean, it's, it's, you, I mean, you know me, dude. Like, I don't ever get jaded. Like, for me, if one random person with seven followers DMs me and writes like nine paragraphs off of something that, that inspired them, that means the same to me as if someone with a little blue check, some famous person, which yeah. ha which happens sometimes too, low key, really, and they'll message me and be like, "Oh, I think something you did, or I saw, I found you on Google, or something." Yeah. So, you know, it's not about how many; it's about it's like qu quality versus quantity, even 100%. in this sense, even yeah. in this sense. So, yeah, man, that that's I've been a guest on those podcasts, starting with yours and. Um, and here we are almost three dozen later. I know, dude, it's gonna, quick. it's gonna hit a hundred quick, bro. Quick. Yeah. Moving, you cr you crank out a lot of content, man. Um, how are you doing it weekly? Tw twice a week. See, there it is. I do mine weekly. Yeah. Twice a week. Yeah. You'll hit a hundred quick, man. Yeah, but by the end of the year, it'll mm. be a hundred for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I might even do like, you know, maybe special episodes or whatever. Yeah. But it's fun, dude. I feel it's just helping me with my conversation skills and just to keep things flowing. Okay. You know, because, um, when I try to have a conversation with somebody who really doesn't have 
conversations that much, okay. it kind of it kind of just dies, you know, because people aren't used to having long form conversation. Do you mean in, in person? person? In, in person. person, yeah. So it kind of I feel like it's on me to just keep it going, you know. I'm sure you have it happen all the time. Somebody will come up to you and be like, "Hey, Big Mike, I love your car," and be like, "Hey, thank you." And that's pretty much where the conversation would end unless you intervene. Like, oh, so what do you drive? Well, I mean, the conversation skills or lack thereof are starting to um, – that's going to just continue to get worse as uh, people immerse themselves in technology. Yeah. As people stay on their phone ga uh, or gaming and or gaming, whether you, you're 2 k it up. Or, you know, you're on uh, first-person shooters. Fortnite. Or and yeah, you know, it, it was COD, then it's Fortnite. And then, you know, there's always the world of, like, the Mortal, Mortal Kombat 11 just yeah. dropped. Oh, and, no way. Yeah, I mean, so um, whether whatever it is, you know, you guys, it's just about being objective and realizing that whether it's console, PC, your phone, technology, and your lack of human interaction and no, having this on your ear and talking to somebody across the world uh is is a very tunneled version of human interaction you know going out and communicating with people it's kind of a it's kind of fascinating to to see people not know how to talk to each other in real life yeah it gets really weird like they're not even weird people they just don't really know because think about it if all of your sentences are always like not even full sentences, they're fractions, and you use uh, acronyms, and you use emojis, like your sentences keep getting reduced, so now you just send someone an emoji, that's not even a word, yeah. right? It's literally a push of a button, so what happens when you need to actually verbalize your feelings, like what are the, the adjectives that you use, like how do you describe how you feel? If you don't know how to do that, it's because you haven't been practicing. People don't practice conversing verbally. Yeah. So, um... Um, the awkwardness that you talked about, man, it's real. It's very real. And, you know, just, you know, you have this and I and, and, and we talk to people in real life all the time. Like when you have your booth, like we were talking about at the IBOC meet, the, the majority of the interaction is conversation. Yeah. You are talking and a, and a person is talking to you. And then at some point in time, there's a business transaction. But it's not like I want this. OK, here you go. Sign here. Done. Next. Yeah. That's not how it works. I mean, it could work like that, but, but you I don't, don't even want it to work like exactly. that. Exactly. But they talk to you, you talk to them, and um, and that's like how you forge a real relationship with somebody because they're able to to decide in that moment if you were cool or not cool. Yeah. So, you know, we just have to keep on doing what we do, man. Yeah, I feel like um, I want to just hone in on the skills that I feel like our society is losing. Mm. Um, one of them is, is being positive as well. You know, um, being, being positive, being, yeah. being positive, putting out positive energy out there and just being able to conversate with people like I feel like that just puts me ahead. And it's not even a hard skill. It's something that everybody listening and watching can do at the same time. You know, you just got to put yourself out there. <sighs> Positivity, man. Um, I think I think that that's um, a pretty underrated thing. Yeah, because. Uh, as much as it seems obvious and you have all these like memes and inspirational quotes and pages that people will repost and, and screenshot and crop down and put in their stories and on their page, um, actually living those things is an entirely different thing. Being positive is a, is a choice and an action. And um, uh, like we talked about, man, I mean, 
if if that's who you are, it's not a difficult thing. It's not a chore. It's not a task. If you uh, if you're a dick, it is. Yeah, definitely. Right? And then it ends up just being fake. Yeah. And people can tell. They can see right through it. You know. So yeah, man. I mean, I think positivity and in, in, in stimulating intelligent thought and conversation, uh, ranging from anything from food to like car events to super profound stuff. That's like a lot of what ends up going on in in um the think bigger podcast and i think a lot of people like it because of that and and they because they can tell when people are being genuine well i mean i i agree with you but then i don't because i see a lot of these people that aren't genuine who people think that they're genuine like what is it uh well okay so are um, they just good tricksters or i got i have a couple of theories about that um one of them is uh, in the end, I always put stuff on the individual making the decision. Definitely. Okay? So in this particular context, I'm going to put it on the viewer, the reader, mm -hmm. right? Now, it's a, very, it's a very difficult thing to do because, like, if somebody – okay, like, for example, right? I posted on my IG today a throwback that Rodriguez – took a photo of me cruising in my the EG my EG yeah, yeah, yeah. I from, saw that. from about 14 15 years ago right yeah he found it couldn't find the disc of the uh, of the shoot because back then we put everything on a disc there's no sim card you know Damn, CDR uh, dub yeah dude uh there's no like SD card or whatever I don't remember what he was shooting on um he put it onto a disc and gave it to me um I might be thinking of a shoot that happened a few months later but anyways um he he sent it to me and was like, "This is the only one I could find from that day." Yeah, and uh, it, it, you know, and in that post, I had a couple of people, people who know me uh, in real life uh, for years, and and a couple of them said, one of them said, "Hey, um, I remember that car. Uh, I remember rolling with you. I was like ten at the time because this is my homeboy's younger brother. Gotcha. He was the little homie, and he was like 10, 11. Yeah, um, and um." And he was just like, I can see that all is well with you. Yeah. You can see that all is well with me off of a throwback photo of a car? You think he meant from like your just general pictures and stuff? Yes. I, well, that is what he meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, is like, how, how do you know all is well with me? Because of what you saw on Instagram? Yeah. That's not, that has no bearing on the grand scheme of how I'm doing. That All that is, is what I've posted. And I think that there is a very profound problem that people don't understand the difference. So to connect to what you were just saying about like, you know, the, the people are, are, are those people just tricksters that have people thinking they're genuine. Yeah. Well, if you look online and you see what people post and they're always, I don't know, traveling or doing something dope, you're, you think that their life is doper than yours. Yeah. And you think that they're amazing and that they're cool people because they know how to write a caption. That doesn't make them cool people. That makes them people that know how to write a caption. Yeah. Do you see how small of, of a thing that is, but yet how big of a misconception it is, you know? So, like, why do the people who aren't genuine, why do people think they're genuine? I just think it's simply because people are literally just taking what they're fed. Yeah. And if you are an optimistic person, if you give everyone the benefit of the doubt, this is the, the toxic nature of the internet because you're not purposely trying to be naive but you're also not trying to overanalyze everything right you're not going to just read every caption and look at every picture and be like this fool has to be lying if you go in that direction then that's unhealthy too so do you think people are just giving out the stamp 
very quickly saying like this is a, a yes. real dude this is a good builder this is the yes. fucking man yes yes this yes. is the dude that's doing it they are taking what they see which by the way anything that it gets posted on someone's social media was posted there for a purpose yeah it is to show you a purpose so when one of my friends who knows me in real life says i can see that life is good no you can see my instagram yeah those are not even remotely connected statements now i'm not saying i'm not good but you can't say i can see life is good off of an instagram post yeah that's that is a section a piece of real life you know for the amount of time that that person took and i'm not knocking them because they mean well I'm just, I can see it for what it is. It's like you could have, instead of typing that comment, if you were so inclined, you could have texted me and been like, are you well? I'm old school, man. I do that. Yeah. Like I'll call someone and be like, are you good? And they're like, yeah, why? And I'm like, you know what? Because I'm just the type to ask. And they're like, well, now that you, since you're on the phone and, and you'll be surprised, people open up, man. Yeah. But if you just hit them with a, what is that? W-Y-U? W-Y-D. Oh, what you doing? Yeah. Or what the fuck? Like, who's going to want to actually give you any kind of grown-ass answer of W-Y-D, <laughs> right? Dudes, I have a friend whose answer to every message he gets like that is the thumbs up. Really? W-Y-D, thumbs up. Straight right? up? Yeah, your car's amazing. Thumbs up, right? Anything. A question. How's, like, what, do you, what are you going to build next? Thumbs up. And he's just like, that's all I answer. Because if, if it's like somebody who doesn't know how to, uh, how to like formulate any type of intelligent conversation i just want to acknowledge that they messaged me and just, just thanks thumbs up man. thumbs it up that's it thanks get for the, get the good old thumbs they just hit them with the thumbs man. yeah i think that um i think people should have a, a higher standard for themselves oh yeah and the people that they um that they consider leaders sure, sure. an easy way for me would be to uh to say like in the automotive community, it's a very small community, right? We know we know what's popping. Well, the import automotive the community is even import. smaller. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So we know what's popping. So when there's certain events, certain shows, certain trips that certain people are taking, certain moves, certain show, uh, like podcasts people are on and such, and then you see um, none of these dudes are ever involved in any of that, but they're considered um like like a leader in the community it kind of just it, it baffles me because i'm like where i i i haven't i'm not hating on you but i've never seen you at that place i see i've I never see. seen you there i've never seen you making these moves i've never seen you um having you know a booth here uh out of your comfort zone right so i'm kind of like and it's not their fault like you said they're they're doing whatever they're doing but it's just, I, I think that the people... I mean, I think it could be their fault. Oh, it definitely could. You but, know? If the, if but if the whole internet is co-signing and being like they're leaders, why do they even have to put any effort? People have made them not have to put any effort. Yeah. Beyond whatever effort they put to get to where they are. Yeah. I mean, higher standards for sure, my dude. For sure. Because I, I, I think that the people, um, they see just like a nice car and that's what they want to aspire to have. Yeah. But I just want... I want people watching and and listening to know that like that's not that hard to obtain and they can do it. Sure. Too. Sure. And sure. if they didn't have a job and they didn't have anything to worry about, they can build whatever the fuck they want to build. Yeah, like whenever I see a car whenever I see a car that has a shitty paint job and I'm just like if you saved up for like a few more months, 
you could have a car that has a not shitty paint job. Like the difference between an, uh, a hatch or an Integra or a, I don't know, man, anything with a, a shitty paint job and, and one that looks nicer than that is that somebody just was more patient. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you have a person like with a DA or with something and, and, and they're just dipping around and it's a bucket. Um, not a rust bucket, but like just a bucket, right? Yeah. Well, if you if you like, uh, you know, maybe a few moldings and one good quality paint job and some wheels, it would instantly not be a bucket. Yeah. Right. But you wanted to cheap out and uh, six hundred bucks for like a Mako job or like the homie's garage, and uh, you have um, some I don't know what kind of wheels, and now it's a bucket. And those same people who are one hundred percent capable. Like 110% capable of having the car that they're aspiring um, to and they follow online, they, it, to them, it's not attainable. And to me, that's 100% incorrect and just in their head. Yeah, and I, I think just somebody did them a real big disservice and it very well could be the people that raised them. Sure. Their, their parents because their parents didn't believe in themselves. And I mean, it's just it's just a domino effect from generation they gave to generation. Them, they gave them um, trophies for trying. Yeah, and that's not how the world works. You don't get a trophy for trying. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I don't want to stick on the subject too long because we talked about this last time. And did we? Yeah, pretty much. What how how I feel about it is like you just have to be the change that you want to see. And I know that that's 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 Gandhi. Is it? Uh, be the change that you want to see. I, I thought I invented that shit. Uh, that was Gandhi. But I think I invent everything. So okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, look, man. You know what, guys? It's not. A, I, I don't know if if Frank has one, two, ten, or hundred people specifically that kind of are in his mind when we talk about this. I don't know if when you guys hear this, some one or two or five people come to your mind. That's not not really the point. It's it's just more about just you need like I I talk about this all the time is like you need to be able to look past what's right in front of you. What somebody's dangling in front of you is what they post on social media. What somebody presents to you, whether it be how they dress, whether it be what they drive, how they act, that is what you are supposed to see. And you need to be able to look past what's right in front of you that goes deep you can go down the rabbit hole with that but without even i'm talking about like mainstream media i'm talking about you name it but without even yeah. going just just think about the the fact that many people follow stars and rappers on twitter and instagram the majority of those people when they get big enough they're not even the ones running that account you're not even interacting with someone like the people who wrote that caption or posted that photo is not them and so you are. You think that you have a, an idea of who this person is, and it's not even them who's actually posting that. Now that's when you get to like super mega stars, but in a small scale, just people, just be able to look, guys. Don't just get. Don't take what you're fed. Just look, decide to do something with that. Make a make ma make yourself in a position to look past what's right in front of you, and you'll be in a better place in general. Yeah. So do you feel that that's what the, the the Think Bigger movement is, is just to give these people the tools that they have, but they just don't realize that they have them? Um, I think that the answer to that is yes and no, because many people for sure have those 
uh, uh, mental capabilities. They have those tools. They just don't know it. Yeah. But then there are also people who flat out do not. It's not a level playing field. I don't believe that it's some type of internal awakening in everyone. I mean, you could have been in an environment in which that was never handed to you. Yeah. Like, it, it's not even there. Like, someone has to, you have to, you have to start developing that in yourself as an adult now. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, the Think Bigger project and the the branch, um, the Think Bigger podcast and everything, the YouTube content, all of that stuff is just you can find like, man, I go to I go to a lot of events, a lot. I have 14 flights alone this year planned and booked right now. Oh, really? You already booked them? I mean, a lot of them are, oh, are in are in paperwork, bro. Gotcha. Um, it's situated. That's 14, man. That's a lot, dude. You guys are just headed to MIMS pretty soon, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, Shout out to Dav. Yeah, Dav and Manj in uh, the United Kingdom. So um, Frank went with me last time. MIMS Honda Day. You guys have never heard of it. M-I-M-M-S. It's the UK's largest Honda performance-based event. So, uh, you know, uh, culture, camaraderie, conversation, uh, different builds. And then, uh, for example, the one that we're going to is at Santa Pod Raceway, which is uh, um, like time attack circuit racing. And then he has one later on that's at another uh, event um, location where instead of time attack circuit style, it's going to be drag racing. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, those two different realms and the whole time there's uh, conversation and gathering and, and you know, food. And um, and then he has um, one in Belgium, right? And then he has one called Japanese Performance Show, which is obviously not Honda-based. It's every type of make and model that are Japanese. So, yeah, that first, the first trip of 2019 out of, uh, Cali, mm -hmm. the state, ends up being out of the states, and that's to uh, London for that. And uh, when this, is that? What's the date on that? That is March thirty first, so okay. the last week March of March. Yeah, and this time Ryan from Rywire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that's gonna be dope, man. Mm -hmm. Um, so Dav, even though he's across the world in you know in in the United Kingdom, he uh, he really pays attention to. Uh, a lot of what we do, as the majority of the world does, yeah. they really follow Definitely. the the movers and the shakers and uh, the culture and the scene, and they they look at the event coverage, and that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. The event coverage, right? I mean, I'm I shoot, I write for all kinds of magazines, print and digital, and uh, you know when it comes to events, during and within days after you can find hundreds if not thousands of photos yeah. of the cars right you'll find vlogs uh, of of the, of the cars and, and movies put out but for me like the vlogs i've done the blogs um the stuff you'll find on the youtube channel it's um it's more about the experience yeah the people involved i'm very good friends with dav for example um he reached out to me a couple years back and we ended up becoming friends so now i um i'm going to all four of the mims oh no way yeah all four of the events in the uk so four of those 14 events are in london or i fly into london Damn. So it's pretty gnarly, man. I want to see if I can make it out there again this year. Maybe later on it's, the year. It's such a cool thing. So Frank went last time. Um, oh yeah, if you guys go to the um, go to the YouTube channel and uh, there's a, a the the thumbnail like the the still shot of of my vlog about the UK is with me and Frank. Um, we were um, 
Frank wanted to go see this Banksy piece. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. So, so for me, like, I know, I mean, I've, I've heard of Banksy and it was definitely cool. And I'm always down to do like uh, local stuff and farmers markets and, 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 and shop. And then also just kind of like, I like doing museums and sightseeing and stuff. And one of these nights, um, yeah, I was tired and, and it was kind of like out of the way. But Frank was like, yo, I found this one. It's like not that far away. It was like 20, 30 minutes yeah. away or something. And he was like, dude, let's let's just go. And, you know, I'm uh, I'm like a real low key kind of person. So I was a little beat. But I was like, all right, dude, I'm down. So we just went and uh, they had some construction. But it was cool because there was like some kind of like. Not a farmer's. Well, it's kind of like a farmer's market. Like a little swap meet kind of thing. Yeah, they going had this on. open air swap meet in this like little area of, uh, outside of London. And we were just walking. The weather was dope. And it's just, you get to see cool stuff. But the area, the specific area where the Banksy painting was, was, was sectioned off because of construction. Yeah, it was under construction. We so, were so close. We were right there, but it was covered yeah, up. Yeah, it's like it was like on the other side of this wall partition thing. But there was like people playing, you know, American hip hop, <laughs> yeah. reggae. They were cooking food. Um, um, it was and, cool, man. It was really cool. So, yeah, that's like this still image um, when we were walking. I haven't seen that. I got to check that out. Yeah, so you guys just check it out. If you go to thinkbiggerproject.com, it's the link in the bio on my personal IG page. And then right when you go to that the website page, the YouTube link is right there. And you can go peep it. And you'll see Frank um, and myself in the little thumbnail. And you'll see an example of what I'm talking about. There's cars in the vlog. And it's Mims Honda Day, which is a Honda event in the UK. But it, the majority of it is about experiences, the, the the country, the culture, the friendship. You know, so that's what I'm about. So yeah. earlier you touched on it. Yes, I mean giving people tools and stimulating them to think uh, about things that are grander than just like the newest uh, mod for their car. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that we talk about. But uh, there's more to it than that. You know. Yeah, that's what it's all I mean, about. I mean, I think it's a really good thing that you do. Um, I appreciate that. I, I wish that other people would uh, would do the same with the um, the influence that they do have. But I mean, it is what it is. You just do your part and yeah. go from there. I feel like there's endless lanes. Sure, in, in, sure. In this everybody world. can eat. And everybody could eat. Everybody could do their thing, and nobody has to hate on each other. Just you know, if you see somebody doing something and it's working for them. Use that as motivation. You know, you don't have to blatantly copy somebody, but if it motivates you, motivate like do it. And something for like a creative person that's that's like a real plus is if somebody tells you that you inspired them to do something. Dude, that's a good point, man. You guys, it doesn't you know, okay. So one of the things I do uh in the live streams on my IG and uh some people think this is like super cheese ball and I'm, I don't care, you mm -hmm. know? Um, uh, and then I do it like in the podcast too, man, is I tell people, I don't even care if you pause the podcast or leave the live stream Yeah. right now. If there's somebody, not if who comes to your mind right now, when I say who is the person that's most important to you, even in that moment, it's kind of like asking people who your top five MCs are. Yeah. It's going to vary in the moment from something, right? Um, so it could be your, your lady. Uh, it could be your mom. It could be your, I mean, I don't know, hey, your best friend, right? But I always tell people, yo, I don't care. Pause the podcast or leave the, just exit the live stream and even if it goes from like whatever it is to zero, because everyone did it. And and don't text them. Yeah. Call them right now. Call them. They don't answer, leave a voice message. And with your voice, say, it's not cheesy. You don't have to say, I know this is random, but fuck that. 
all that disclaimer, just tell them, I just want to let you know that um, I love you, you're important to me, and I want to see you. Yeah. Damn. Okay. That's, my, that's my line that I used to use before I met Ash. Oh, on the ladies? Yeah, I told Ash the first night. Yes. Or it was the second night we kicked it. Because the first night, we're like, oh, we should kick kicked it, it tomorrow. Yeah. We went out to the club. Okay. And then it was the next day, and we're texting. Like a hip-hop club or an oons oons? Like EDM oons oons? Or? Just, I don't know. Just a club where all the ratchets go to. Okay. Ratchet right. men and ratchet women. You know, I was in my ratchet stage. Men men were, were ratchet? <laughs> Okay. I was ratcheting, bro. Okay. But uh, I told her, um, she's like, oh, I don't know. I think we're going to go here tonight. I'm like, all right, well, wherever you end up going, I want to see you tonight. So I'm going to see you wherever we go. So where, wherever you go, I'm going to come there. Yeah. And yeah. I made it happen, dude. See, a lot of dudes, just to be fair, a lot of dudes would be like, that's doing a little too much. Yeah. Like dudes might be like, uh, you know, come on, dog. Like if you tell this lady, well, wherever you go with your homegirls, I'm going to go. They might be like, uh. Well, but... it depends on how you word it. Or, but you know what? No, you know what, man? I agree with you, but it also depends on Ash is a certain type of woman. Yeah. Because like another woman's going to be like, uh, get this fucking stage five clinger away from me. Yeah. And I, could... probably, I wouldn't be doing that to that kind of girl. <laughs> you know? Right. But I'm just saying like, no, she, you. It, what you say is, is you can't control the way another person feels. Yeah. Okay. You can't control the way someone reacts. So if you're just like. You know what? After the first time we kicked it, like I get a tingling in my loins when I think of you and I want to see you again. And if she wasn't the type to to have felt you back, she'd be like, uh, like 911, I need to get a restraining order. Or, I guess that's what, that was my tester. But what did she say? She said, I'm going here. That was the real it in. Come it? through, right? Come on, bro. And then now y'all are married. You already know what it is. So uh, Your boy had game, bro. Regardless. Game. Regardless, dog. You can have all the game in the world. You can't finesse a woman who does not care. Yeah. Right? You're if right. she does not reciprocate, if she doesn't care, you can come in in silk drawers and have taken a shower in cool water cologne. It doesn't Ooh, matter. Cool water Stetson. <laughs> you could have came in with a Stetson. Stetson blue. And a Pendleton. <laughs> but see, but that's what I'm saying. Like you can you could be as silky as you want if she's just like no, then that's it. Yeah. But I mean, you guys, you know, you did what you do. You were who you were. And she was feeling that. Boom. And now you all have a family. So quick. <laughs> with the quickness. So, I, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I dig it, bro. Like, I dig it. You know, like you, you do what you do. You do what you want to do. And um, when life and this community decides to give you like a mean ass right hook yeah like a mean ass one like that not a lot of people are gonna get up for yeah that i mean you probably were just like i'm i'm like laying here looking at the stars i don't know if i'm getting up from this but then there's a part of you that's just like nah man i gotta get up doug i'm telling you if it wasn't for ash like and I me you're right a, i'm sorry what <laughs> <laughs> if it was, I'm sorry. I've been in like some pretty bad situations. Yeah, dude, yeah, because, yeah. Uh, your boy's got a temper, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I don't like to have bitch ass fools talk to me like sure, sure. I'm like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. And it's just some some things I I have to just take a step back with. Um, you know, uh, car related, business related, or not, just in life in general. You know, last year was a really rough year for us. Not even yeah. have to do with car stuff. Like, yeah, I've told you personal things yeah. that happen, and yeah. it's just like I was telling Christian today. I said, bro, life is hard, dude, and it's just gonna get harder. My job is to prepare you for how life, how hard life is gonna be. Yeah, not and, shelter you from it. No, hell prepare no. Prepare you, you for yeah. what's gonna really go down. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've seen what I've gone through. I'm motherfucking 33 years old. You're 11 years old right now. You got you got tw- you got 22 years to go. Yeah. Of shit. I'm preparing you yeah. because when I was your age, I didn't have these kind of gems, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, uh, yeah, dude. It's I, I think with all the stuff that I've been through, um, the people that I surround myself with, and my my change of mentality, and seeing all these things, and the business growing in a positive manner. Uh, my family, the the love that we have for each other, just growing, like us being able to do trips and shit, my yeah. friendships and that, like whatever I'm doing is the right moves. Okay. Granted, there could be other moves that I could do that could catapult me to another place, but I'm doing the best that I know how to do at this moment. Yeah. And yeah. I think if 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 you've reached that point and you've reached many of those those positions, it's always best to give back and that's what i feel that you're di- doing is giving these people the the knowledge to make whatever decision that they want to make if- exactly so you know one of the things i always say is i'm not teaching people what to think i'm teaching them how to think right and then yeah. what they do with their thoughts is is up to them yeah it's not you shouldn't like this person you should like that but no 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 it is just you know the idea of thinking past what's right in front of you thinking past what people dangle in front of you via social media or whatever things like that and um you give back because because that's the right thing to do i think so for for even for our culture if you want to bring it in as tight as that I'm making money from the culture, you yes. know. I'm I'm providing for my family from the culture. Yes. How can I be? How can I be an upstanding me- member of the culture, and I just take and take? From Correct. It? Because if everyone did that, it would implode. And most people do. Correct. And do that's that. why it's struggling. Yeah, things are struggling. So, you know, that that's a good point because one of the things that uh, that I've I've done is I've reached people in uh, in in different ways directly in the culture inside of the bubble right and uh, there's so many different ways to do that and i'm you know i'm at events you know what do they call that in the streets yeah grassroots heavy and shaking people's (laughs) hands right i'm I'm at events from the east coast up and down the eastern seaboard from ny jersey uh new england down to uh uh, you know, Florida, Orlando, now uh, Miami this year, right? So literally up and down the entire East Coast, the South, right? Charlotte, Atlanta, um, you go up Chicago, Ohio, Midwest, whatever, you know, Texas, yeah. Dallas, you know. Um, and so for anyone to say that, uh, that you know, that they're, they're out here trying to do it, but like you said earlier, you don't ever see them anywhere. Yeah, you're not doing it. It's like no disrespect, but you're just not... You're not doing it. And not everyone's going to have the ability, but don't say, okay, hmm, let me, let me rephrase that. You have the ability, but if you don't care enough to do it, then that's cool too. Just own that. Right. And, um, and whether that's a company or an individual, right. If you stay in your, in your bubble, your home, your garage, your friend's house, whatever. And you're just out here cranking out stuff on the internet. I, I hold the, not you, I hold everyone who blindly follows that nonsense accountable yeah because you guys need to look past that and and an event go to an event uh converse with people in person um uh support the people and the companies that are out here exerting them themselves and their pocketbook to be there uh to make the event a success um 
but you know, so so that's in the bubble. The cars from like the throwback, my my hatch that was on uh, um, uh, that was on my IG today. The throwback photo that Roger sent me that was fourteen years ago, man. Damn. Um, and uh, that that car was in uh, a magazine in 05. It's two thousand nineteen, right? So that's oh five, and then and then um, you know the prelude in oh eight, and that's kind of like where most people think my history starts about eleven. Well, now eleven years ago, yeah, uh, in oh eight. Um, and that's cool, man. But it, it's deeper than that, you know. Yeah. But let's we can start with 08. But my point is, is like from builds to magazines um, to awards to now judging and hosting. For me, one of the most important things to do is to not just continue to reach and interact with all of the uh, the enthusiasts, young to old, within our bubble. It's to uh, to reach the ones outside uh, to break the stereotypes that exist about what we do. Uh, and, and they're strong, man. Mm -hmm. You know, whether that be at SEMA, you have world, world famous. I mean, just utterly incredible car builders uh, that, you know, are typically going to do um, American cars. And if you tell them uh, that you build a Hondas or a Subaru or something, yeah, they're going to be like, what? Right? And And they may not necessarily make fun of you. But the fact is that they don't acknowledge it yeah. or take it seriously. Well, I mean, for, for good reason, for a lot of reasons, because if they came into the community, say if the community was like a physical place, and once they open the door yeah. and they just look in there, they're going to say, yeah, this is probably not somewhere that I want no, to be at. Because of the behaviors, because of the stuff that people do. But uh, within that, there are always the people who strive for excellence, cream of the crop. There are, whether it's a Honda or a, um, a, a Evo yeah. or a whatever, a, a 240, you have people building fantastic cars. Highly detailed, gorgeous cars, and they don't see that because they watched uh, Fast and the Furious 1 through like 98, however many goddamn movies there are now, right? And that is what mainstream has presented the world as the import culture. Yeah. Okay. So I, from my build, right, um, becoming a finalist at SEMA um, and being on Velocity Channel, and then the next year I sat on some educational panels and then built the Dotson with Discovery Network. And then um, and then now I'm working. So the one coming up soon. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we talked about the end of March going to MIMS, right? Yeah. So that's MIMS Honda Day, once again, inside the bubble of the of the uh, Sport Compact tuner uh -huh. culture. There's an event in March 16 and 17, so just uh, a couple of weeks before I fly out to London. It's called the Classic Auto Show. They only have two stops, so Southern California and Chicago. Mm -hmm. The event's been around for a few years, but last year it was 25,000 people. Wow. 25,000 people this like year. Half a Dodger Stadium. Is that how many people? Got I think 50,000. I didn't I even think. know that. Yeah. So That's there you go. <laughs> it's a lot of people. That's a lot this, of people. This year is going to be more than that, around 30. Yeah. Uh, 30,000 people over two days. It's a two-day event in the OC Fairgrounds, right? Um, for those of you that haven't been to the OC Fairgrounds in Southern California, it's like this large area, and they have different pavilions and buildings, and there's like a main uh, walkway. And, you know, so there's different halls have different um, – themes gotcha. and the los alamitos pavilion which is one of the you know six i think uh it, we have a small section i'm working with them japanese classic car show is working with them and we have a small section remember this is the the classic auto show which is really the american classic auto show and we have this section where we are we are going to have certain 
uh, um, Japanese classic, and then some a little bit newer than that, cars in the midst of this sea of 30,000 people. And you're going to give them this taste of what uh, the, the, the Japanese classic culture is about. And they have panels. So there's a, a podcast called the Cars Yeah podcast. Mm -hmm. It's five day a week. I think it's like 1,500 episodes. Five days a week? Dude, I think it's like 1,500 oh, episodes. Okay? The guy's been doing it a long time. Good Lord. And, and he is, um, he's um, uh, um, doing these panels and, 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 and interviewing people. So Adam Carolla, uh -huh. right? Oh, he, no way. He's the grand marshal of this event. Okay. And a lot of people don't know that Adam Carolla is a hardcore car guy. And he is bringing his Z. He is a Z, uh -huh. right? And then uh, 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 Dave Kinding from Bitch and Rides, you know, okay. on uh, Discovery. I've heard of it. Yeah, he's going to be there. There's a lot of celebrity build, uh, builders. And um, uh, there's a, a, a few si uh, sets of panels. And you're talking about, once again, 30,000 people. Uh, there's 2,500 cars at this event. It's huge, right? Yeah. And um, I'm hosting a panel. Nice. Um, it's, uh, it is... Import tuning culture, the history of import tuning culture in America and its similarities to American car culture. And that's the theme. And I'm doing that in the middle of, of an event where 90% of those people would not really ever have a reason to even care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely. a massive opportunity. And I'm very grateful for the Classic Auto Show for being open-minded and, and, and allowing myself to to curate this import section and to hold this panel on the main stage so it's not like they have this grand stage where they have these very world famous people and they're like okay well over here in the pavilion where you guys are which would not even be bad yeah we'll give you this like mic and some shit no it's their grand stage nice it's a big deal man and um now when is this again it's uh march 16 and okay. 17 nice Dude, and maybe we could go over there one day yeah man bring the family one yeah. of the days um oh and uh you guys for everyone listening please um you can use code Big Mike. Ooh. And you'll get money uh, discounted from your tickets. Or you could always use code Think Bigger. <sighs> stunning on. What are you stunning on them for? I'm serious, guys. All jokes aside, those are very real active codes. Get your tickets, type in Big Mike and or type in Think Bigger, and you'll get uh, $5 off your tickets. It's uh, a huge event. Two days. You don't have to go for both days, but I would uh, implore all of you to please come on the day of the panel, especially uh, for all of you guys, and and sit there. We have a, a Q and A section afterwards. Converse with us. Um, we have different people. I have Eric from JDM Legends. Oh, okay. Right. He's well. The JDM Legends are coming. Okay. So I'm, we're gonna have them set up. We'll have a meet and greet. If you ever wanted to talk to them, they were on Velocity now Motor Trend Channel. All three of the JDM Legends will have a really section. cool dudes. We yeah. met them at SEMA. Very cool guys. Exactly. Those are all the homies. All of them are coming. Eric will be uh, who's the owner of JDM Legends. He'll be on the panel, and then uh, Kenji. Oh, okay. From Grady. Yeah, from Grady. Shout and out to Kenji. Uh, my boy, our boy Hell Ryan yeah. from Rywire. Oh, he's going to be on it he's too? He's going to be on the panel. Oh, shit. And I'm working on yeah, one. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah, I'm working on one more person who um, uh, scheduling is making that maybe not possible. But uh, those are the three right now. And I'd really like that fourth person to uh, to be able to nice. make it. So that's the panel um, amongst other panels. It's not the only one. It's, it's going to be in a slot of time. Uh, 16 and 17 March, uh, the classic auto show. Uh, please support you guys, um, whether you're just attending 
or um, you if you have a classic Japanese car, right? If it's a 2010 Civic, it's not that like that's it's just not what this is about, right? If you have an older car, 80s, 90s, even, um, and you would like to register, uh, just DM me and I'll send you the form and uh, you can be a part of it too. But but this is uh, ways that I try to reach the world in and then in this context outside of the tuner bubble yeah, to uh, break stereotypes, to represent us on the biggest of stages in a very real and positive way. That's dope, man. That's, Bigger, man. Think that's what the community needs. That's what it's about. Man. It needs the community needs OGs that are OGs that you can look up to, you know, because uh, if, if you were a person that was was around in the 90s and you broke some records or you built some car or something and now you're just like chilling. I, I feel like, yeah, you have your place in history, but that's about it. You're, yeah, it's history. It's that, past. That's all it is. I see. And I was actually talking. I, I want to jump into music. So this will be like a little transition. I was talking to my boy last night about it, okay. about like, um. Uh, Little Wayne versus Eminem, like who who would I choose? And who would I choose is like an overall statement. You know what I mean? It's not it's not gonna be like who raps better, who has a better delivery or anything like that. It would be who who would I choose? And after thinking about it, I would say I had to choose uh Little Wayne because no matter no matter if his skill level to some wouldn't be of to Eminem, like He's been more of an OG to to the up and coming rappers. I feel the information that I've been given than an Eminem has. Hmm. Whatever M has done in the past, however his skills are, anything, I feel like he left the uh, the hip hop community. He just left it alone and went and did his own like you business know, like stuff or whatever. What, whatever he ended up doing, which there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not somebody that that's shaping the culture into what it is. And I feel like Little Wayne is definitely done that i see I and see. that's what i feel is that no matter if you were the first one to ever go eights nines tens or whatever in a honda if you were the first one with a shave bay or if you're the first one with this or that uh -huh. or if if you were an og i, I kind of feel like you you have your spot in history yes but you got to move to the side for somebody that's still in the fucking ma making shit happen that uh, was yeah. around when, I see what when you're you saying. were around you know what i, I mean i see what you're saying yeah i mean that's that's also um that's also sign of, so, sort of a thing where it's like you've got some people who even rightfully they they feel entitled right yeah like i did this i or we or this group paved the way so you should pay uh homage yeah which is true no definitely but like you're saying it's like but but that was then and this is now if there's somebody who wasn't there then but is now currently actively chasing whatever records um or or, or innovating in, in small to large ways then you can't be mad at them for being in the limelight yeah right yeah yeah no i totally agree with that i totally agree with that man um it, it, it's a perspective thing right it's a perspective thing some people say well they're the ones who did it so you know it's difficult because you you can take that with music you take that with athletes you uh let's take basketball for yeah. example right you have an entire generation of people who comment on twitter and on instagram all day long about how uh uh kobe's the goat yeah uh mj's the goat uh, and LeBron's the GOAT, and you'll hear them arguing all day long, and the majority of the people arguing never saw MJ play basketball. Yeah, They they are watching highlights uh, and, and clips, mm -hmm. but they didn't actually watch him play. A lot of kids didn't see Kobe play. 
because the, the the gap between when Kobe was leaving and LeBron, well, Kobe entered LeBron, blah blah blah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, I, I I'm in the basketball to a certain degree. I don't follow it as much as I used to. Yeah. But I mean, I pay attention. You have an entire world of people who are talking about somebody's the goat, but they never even saw them play. Somebody's the goat, and they never even heard them, uh, rap from like the old days. Or they never even seen their car. Or they've never even seen their car. They've so never even seen it in person. Never seen it in person, but they're calling them the GOAT. Yeah. Which is fascinating because, no, <laughs> that's just not how yeah. that works at all. Um, you know, so it, it's like the guys' cars in many ways are like are like these women on Instagram. And I'm not a sexist, like chauvinistic person. This is reality, right? Is that, you know, a lot of times they look amazing online. And then when you see them in person, you're just like, huh, like that's what happened. That's not quite the same thing. Yeah. Right. Um, if you think a, a Snapchat filter only works on uh, on someone's skin tone, it works on a car just well, just as well. Right. So you got people who uh, they their their vehicles are are are, are pretty nice. They take pretty nice pictures. Yeah, they're pretty nice. But yeah. people are calling them the goat. Off of a pretty nice car, which is the most random thing ever to the people who actually have built really nice cars. Yeah. And you, because they don't have a big social media following, you're like, eh, that's, that's stupid. That's very stupid. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how I look at that. So, um, talking about music. Okay. Let me get your uh no no order. Let, let's let's get a top 5 going if possible. Mm. Dead or alive. Oh, top 5. Um I was actually thinking about this the other day cuz I was like going through Pandora stuff and you know um for those of you that use th uh, Pandora they have thumbprint radio. You know what I'm talking about? No. I I think don't laugh for those of you guys that think that this is the most obvious thing ever. I think thumbprint radio is whenever a song comes on on, on any of your channels and you hit the uh, the thumbs up button to say that you like it so you know it'll want to play it more. Mm -hmm. I think it takes every one of those from every genre and puts it into the thumbprint radio channel. So oh. so even if it's R&B or electronic or whatever, yeah. you just I liked it and then it puts that in its own channel. Got you. I think that's how Thumbprint Radio works. So anyways, there was like random songs, like hip hop songs that I I don't know, I hadn't listened to in a while and it yeah. popped up, right? When I was on the gym um, you know, maintaining this physique. <laughs> like how do you think I maintain this physique? Um <laughs> so um uh let's see. So anyways, yeah, so it brought up some really good stuff. Um okay, so top 5 dead or alive um five might be hard maybe three no no I'll, I'll just you okay. know like i said i think it'll vary to some degree yeah. uh next week but there's always going to be like the general circulation um i think um i think nas is way up there for me um at, at pretty much any time that's going to be nas yeah okay. top five top 10 at, at all times has to be top 10 yeah. um i mean some people would say no yeah, but but anyway, so I think um I think uh I think Big Pun, ooh, that's I think, a good one. I think his his uh pen game, his lyrical game was just stupid, man. Yeah, stupid. Uh, so uh, uh, I think Pac for the poetic angle, the way he affected people, like it 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 might not be like metaphors and 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 double entendres, you know, but like he it. 
for life. He has a legacy for life, yeah. like for eternity. And people were like completely like caught deeply into the songs and, and, and the way it affected them. And because of that is in the GOAT um, uh, conversation always. Um, so that's only three. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Like I think Gangstar, that's like not one person, uh-huh. but they're way up there for me. Of course, uh, for certain reasons alone, Biggie. Uh, some of the songs, the effect, the way the culture was wrenched and moved around because of him. Gotcha. Um, that's you know that's just a handful. Um, corrupt at his best was one of the the best. Really, corrupt at his best. I mean that song New York, New York, where he said that night I battled a thousand MCs. Yeah, that's a real story. That he had to battle out of a room against new york mcs really that's a real story no yeah shit. yeah you should we should read about that um uh, everyone on either coast when corrupt was at his prime was like that dude's borderline unfuckwithable yeah um but this also tends to be mainstream guys if you want to talk about guys that didn't really end up necessarily being super mega big um crooked eye crooked eyes way up there i mean big l big l um I mean, he was obviously mainstream. One, one, big one of the goats. Um, so you have those, and then it starts to get, man. I mean, that's like about six or seven or whatever. No Drizzy. I'm sorry. No Drake. As the what? As in your top five. Top five what? Pop pop artist. He's a pop artist. He's the top five. He's in the top two let's biggest. Go, let's do it then. Let's do. He's it. like the top biggest. He's like one of the biggest artists in the world. So you say when you get to a certain level that you're out of a conversation already what do you mean like he's out of a top five conversation already top five what I'm just like no he's never been in a top five conversation really no he's too first of all he's too young you couldn't you you, you can't call somebody yeah a you can dude he's he's been in the game for nine years a lot of the other rappers they went they got their goat status before nine years like, jay like who jay jay-z oh okay so i guess i wouldn't be the best person to talk about with him, because yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's a, a very big name, obviously. But I stopped listening to Jay Z so long ago. Really? Yeah, I don't listen to. Jay-Z. Why is that? Um, I stopped really, I stopped really like, um, caring for listening to it after Reasonable Doubt. Uh, <laughs> the first album. Well, the streets is watching Reasonable Doubt. Um, and the streets is watching was after. Well, and then and then the Black album was obviously kind of cool, but I pretty much stopped. What would be about that time? Okay, and I and I've almost not heard a song since, except for what's going to be on the radio that I yeah. don't even realize. But I stopped listening to the radio too. So Drake is is not in a goat conversation, in my humble opinion, uh, it, it, because it's still early. If he continues to to um, sell units like the way he's selling, yeah. I think that okay. So like sales, sales and music is like championships in basketball without it people don't really ever want to be inclined to say that you're a goatee right yeah which i get right like you have people like grant hill and t mac and all these other players who because of injuries and because of other things no one will ever know but when they were at their prime before their injuries everyone who knew and played then was like listen they were some of the best to ever touch a basketball but because they got hurt because of X, Y, and Z, it's hard to say. Yeah. But anyone who knows, who was in the know, who saw, they're just like, there is not even a remote conversation. They're the some of the best. Yeah. Um, 
So when it comes to music, you know, like you have people who got killed. I mean, look at how powerful Biggie and Pac's careers were. Uh, and they were young, man. Yeah. Uh, who knows what the hell would have happened if they kept going. Same thing with Big L, right? And these, uh, and, and Pun even too, but, you know. Um, so so it, it's some of those conversations, but nobody's really going to, no one's going to say that they weren't in the conversation of GOAT uh, and their, their careers weren't that long. But I mean, nine years, I guess to someone who's 17 to 24, nine years is like a massive percent. If you're 17, nine years is like 60% of your life. So you would have only, it's like you would have only grown up hearing like that first Drake song, right? Yeah. So now you're 17 and he's got like whatever amount of platinum, this and that, right? I get that. But I mean, the goat? No, that's not even, I don't even consider that to be a logical categorization. Really? No. Why, why, why would you say that though? I don't. Okay. 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 So are you guys ready for this? H has anyone ever looked up blackface Drake? Have you ever looked that up? No. Was that that from um just whether you guys do it right now? Put your t-shirt. No. Just no before. Um so uh okay. <laughs> How do we go into this? Okay. So um I'm not knocking somebody for having um a career in acting. Yeah. And coming from uh, some kind of money, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's kind of weird to make fun of. I don't know why people do that. Make fun of somebody for coming uh, from like not the hood. Yeah. Right? Okay. But um, it, you can't you can't do that and then also play it like you did when the whole entire world knows that you didn't and expect to be taken seriously by anything other than 12 to 22 year old white audiences which is where Drake sells, sells the majority of his stuff. You cannot do a song holding a bandana on a, on a yard that's uncut with a, a bench set and pit bulls with lowriders and expect anyone who's from that life to take you seriously. Yeah, You can't. Nobody from that life, in my opinion, really actually takes Drake seriously. The same way that the majority of the biggest MCs, and I don't give a damn what people post on Instagram, when you're like in the cut, Nobody says Eminem's the GOAT. Mm -hmm. They do uh, Complex, Double XL, yeah. et cetera, right? But like in, in like the streets, the, 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 the conversation stopped happening because he came from there battling, moved his way up, Rap Olympics, right? And then what happened? Yeah. Okay. I think it was that was like 96 maybe is when all that was. So With like juice and all that stuff. That's that? not even 10 years. So right. 96 to 2006. 2006, M was already. Just doing his own thing. I mean, well, 50 Cent. Shade 45 and all that yeah. was going on. And then on he's and, with Dre and then 50 Cent and all that jazz, right? But I feel like his influence really <laughs> died out after like uh, Marshall Mathers Okay. LP. But yet, but so for the sake of just general conversation, you have people who will argue that he is the goat. Yeah. Not one of the, the, right? Which for you by your own logic is like, how? Like yeah. you're not even around anymore, right? So there's an interesting balance because some people will say, well, he doesn't need to because, and other people like you will be like, uh, yes, you do. You can't be goaty if you're just not doing anything anymore. Yeah. Right? So, um, I mean, do I think Drake is a good artist yes do i think that drake is a good performer yeah i mean i've never been to his concert but for me but it's on a fucking show so for me performance isn't what you are on the stage i'm talking about these people's lives are a performance yeah okay we're going right back to what social media is and what you see um it's hard for me because 
I'm, I have a, a, a certain inclination towards a certain type of lifestyle from where I come from. So it's hard for me to take, and I didn't grow up in tenement housing. I didn't grow yeah. up in the PJs. I wasn't on government assistance. I, people weren't shooting and selling crack. Outside. I mean, that's not my life. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I went and lived a certain amount of years of my life in which violence and gangbanging and colors and things that you said or did would have very real violent consequences. So when somebody who's from Canada and is not, you had Nickelodeon acting as a kid, and then now they they they're bouncing around with a, a bandana around their neck, and that you look like a clown. What video was that the song he did with YG? You I mean, think that's he just did it with because it was YG. It doesn't YG. I don't care why he did it. Like that's like no one. You 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 basically you basically ruined your ability to have any form of actual street credibility when you gotcha. do that. Do you think it that was a, his motivation, like street cred? So, you know, because it's to sell his motivation is to sell things. Think about it like this, including himself. Let's take let's take a guy like game. How do you feel about the game? Well, I mean, he hasn't put out music in a while, right? Uh, I mean, he has, but it hasn't been anything that to me that's really stuck. Okay, so I don't even know because, okay, once again, there's certain ways that I feel like I'm almost not able to have too much of a conversation because I don't really I don't follow any hip hop pages. I don't follow, uh, I don't listen to the radio. So I don't hear new stuff. Like, I literally do not hear new stuff. I didn't, okay, you guys, I didn't know that it was the Super Bowl this Sunday till two days ago. Yeah. And people are like, how the hell would you not know that? Because I do not follow anything sports related enough to have seen the announcement. Right. Yeah. And people think that that means like, yo, are you living under a rock? I mean, I'm, I'm on my phone a couple few times a day. Didn't even know. Yeah. If I am looking at sports, it's going to be um, like some highlights on like YouTube for um, basketball. Didn't even know the Super Bowl, a mega event was this Sunday. So in certain ways, I have to be open minded to, to not knowing. But like the, the last few albums game put out, I thought they were fire. I mean, you know, like a resurgence of like that West Coast gangster yeah. rap feel. And he sold, you know, he went platinum on it. I liked all the music. I don't know what he's put out recently. Yeah. For all I know, he put out an album this year. Or, I mean, excuse me, 2018? Yeah. I wouldn't have any idea. But, I mean, when you say the motivation, the motivation is 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 no, I don't think anything's hidden. The motivation is to sell records because yeah. you make money. And that means to, which is why I'm telling people to look up. Uh, blackface drake that's what i'm saying that's that's what that was from Pusha t he's the one that put like that whole link out and everything. oh i, I just, don't know if he put the link out i just want people that... to type it into google and then click images <laughs> but he's black i can't do brown face because i'm light-skinned um i mean just just do it guys <laughs> It's not you're not gonna get anything bad. Like I don't know what your safety settings okay, are. So, on Google. so so let's take it this. Who who is a newer artist that you would be familiar with? Newer. Besides like mid nineties. I mean that's corrupt and like stuff. newer? Oh. Something in 2015 and up, or somebody that's caught your ear in the streets, anything. Or is it all just like from before? Um Source Awards. 2009 i never even i, I think 2000, 1999 I don't, I don't even think i i i think 
I don't I don't know if I've ever I didn't remember I didn't watch TV growing up. Yeah. So I don't know if I've ever even actually seen a source. But you don't Awards. remember those CDs like Source Awards nineteen ninety nine oh, where they had the compilation? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the music. Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about like watching them. And like Feral Monch and shit was on there. <laughs> oh, like Raucous Records and stuff? Yeah, fire. <laughs> That's fire. Sound bombing too. What? Okay, um, hold on. Uh so I wouldn't really be able to answer that as far as someone who just came out. To me, if someone came out in, in 2015, that's just coming out. Yeah. I don't, I, I wouldn't really know. I mean, I probably heard their music. Yeah. But I wouldn't know that they just came out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, if you listen to, if you have like a terabyte of music and you just put it on um, random, you could listen to that for like 10 years and yeah. never come out of it. So I, I don't know, man. Like I listen to the radio and I think it all sounds like complete garbage, but. I also hear some stuff on the radio. Like I said, I can appreciate Drake as an artist. He sings uh, just good enough. He he raps just good enough. And then if you sing your own hook on your song, you get paid twice. Yeah. I mean, like I dig it, right? But I mean, the goat. That's that's laughable to me. One of the best selling artists of all time. Okay, so let's say it like this. Let's just say maybe you don't have the um the ability to make that distinction because you don't have all the info uh you mean like you mean like of like being a newer or older compared comparing them and stuff like that just to take him out of the category yeah yeah i mean i guess you could say that but i mean you could give me what what are you going to give me sales just give me five hours dog we'll sit down throw some headphones on i I'm, i, I would one. never dedicate five hours to drake i got one one ear pod for you i give you for me i'll give you 30 minutes max 30 uh, minutes is good i could go yeah. through some 30 yeah you minutes can, i mean uh, the only thing anyone would ever be able to give me it's i mean i could find it myself on you know the googles the Googles would be stats sales yeah i don't really care about sales well then how else could anyone ever convince someone that drake is the goat of anything other than by stats like his sales i mean there's lyrical breakdowns sure things okay so here's the thing this is one reason why i can dig it because he has been around at least in the last like i don't know like five eight years or something uh battle rap culture i follow battle rap uh the underground battle rap culture to some degree, right? And he's been there at events. Um, King of the Dot, you know, from Canada, he's been there. I've seen events where he's in the background. And um, and then I follow that to some degree. And then the URL, which is what I was talking about earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimate Rap League, which is the biggest one here in the States. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty generally familiar, and he's been at a couple of those or whatever. So, yeah, like... If you just like it, that's what makes him a good artist. That's what makes him a. That's what makes it good is that he's willing to study, right? Uh, you got like Nick Cannon, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of these biggest battle rap guys are now on Wild and Out, right? Which I don't watch Wild and Out. Um, I see like clips of it, yeah, on on social media. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, half those dudes are battle rap. No shit. Like street battle rappers wow. that came from this thing called the URL gotcha. that I was telling you about. So if you if you look them up. Um, uh, so I, I only, I guess the algorithms or whatever put while and out onto like my explore page. Cause believe me, I do not fucking follow that on my yeah. personal. There's no way in hell I would ever follow that. It's just, it's, it's ignorant entertainment and that's cool, but not for me, but because of algorithms, cause I, I, you know, have followed or, or like, liked you like one battle rap video, yeah. the algorithm is going to throw something at yeah. you. And then if that dude that who's in the video battling is now in a while and out video, algorithm, ta-da, right? Yeah. So I see these clips. And you know how like when you click a page on the Explorer page um, and then you go up? Yeah. It's just nothing 
else but that. Yeah. So I've seen that. Dude, half those dudes are all street battle. Really? Rap, and Nick Cannon brought them in. So there's the, you want to talk about another person. No one will ever bring up Nick Cannon. He's pretty goaty, dog. In any goat, goat conversation. But if you look at what he's doing. Yeah. He had Mariah. I mean, without even, without even. What was Mariah back in the day to you? Come on, dog. Um, Mariah was. Everyone thought she was like super fine. And then she could sing like 30 octaves. <laughs> <laughs> she hit that motherfucker. She, she, could, she could do that. Yes. Could. Holy cow. That's, that's a lot of pain in my, right, in my eardrum right now. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so without even doing the whole female thing. Yeah. From business uh, ventures. From um, production stuff. You know, there's a, a lot of stuff going on, but there you go. No one's really going to call him Goaty anything. Yeah. But he's all up. Well, there's guys like that too, like a 50 Cent. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I would say that they're really good OGs to be looking up to because of you their mean like, like. Nick or 50? Nick too. Uh huh. Of their, you know, of their longevity. Of longevity, being able sure. To make this, this uh, short career, which uh, the, the, career for a rapper could be like four years would be a huge career yeah. you know and they're pushing that shit to 10 plus years yeah yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. 50 doesn't have to rap a day in his life and everybody will always talk about him and know him and he's doing shows and shit but, and just but, like, but not in a goat conversation as an entrepreneur conversation yeah right yeah so if he was still spinning like if you listen to 50 before he got shot it had a different feel to mm -hmm. it right um everybody i well, not everybody but i mean a lot of people like get rich or die trying hell yeah i think there was three tra uh two minimum three maximum tracks on there that i think should never have been played in public like they were atrocious really but like the not the remaining nine i played you know i played that album yeah i dug it and then remember that little like um uh like extra dvd or whatever of like when he was on the porch getting interviewed and there was like an extras Okay. That came with it. I don't think I and, saw and that. He was like on a porch in his like grandma's house or whatever. Connecticut or some shit. Oh, I mean, I think it's New York. Oh, okay. No, he lives in Connecticut. Or now? I'm mixing up something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah See, yeah. there you go. I, I don't know, but but it was like you know, I, I thought that the the music was dope, and then obviously when he signed with Dre, it was like one of the biggest deals you ever heard of. He got the watch and a million dollars. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, dude, he was good, but no one's talking about him as a goat. Yeah. Businessman, money, blah blah blah, but goat. No, but not he, as an MC. Yeah, I still don't think that he has as much accomplishments as as Drake does. Uh, in in the world of of uh, music altogether, uh, maybe uh, he had some big hits for you know some albums, some songs. Yeah. you know the vitamin water thing and, yeah, and I, some, I, uh, some other things. But. I know Get Rich or Die Trying did like multi platinum. That album's fire. It was good, right? Was I, fucking, I I do think there were two or three dope. songs on there that I was like, this is skip. But then nine? Yeah. So speaking of like underground rap, what do you think of uh, Daylight? Um, okay, so I know Daylight from Battle Rap, okay? Um, and I actually haven't listened to enough of his studio stuff. Uh -huh. I know him from Battle Rap. Um, but I mean, one of my shout out to my dudes, Mike Sick and Z Rich in Atlanta. They, they've worked with him. Uh -huh. My dude, Z. Um, he was actually rocking one of the Think Big Hats. Oh, nice. With, with Daylight. Oh, no shit. They, they host sessions. Like, so my dude Mike hosts um, uh, Cyphers and sessions out in Atlanta. And then my dude Z 
um he he's he spits for a living yeah and he's been on like a sway with um a bunch of cats and uh and just puts out a variety of music and they they have they had a um an event where daylight was there spitting so um I have the picture of him and Day oh, nice. chilling, and he's rocking the hat. Um, but uh, but I, I I rock with Daylight because if even even in back in the day, uh, with his um, craziness and gimmicks, and he did a lot of crazy shit. And um, but if you listen uh, to what he's saying and you analyze the pen game, oh yeah, it's in like the top five pen games. Like he's fucking insane, bro. It's like double and triple entendres, and it has like so many different things. And and uh, so yeah, man, I rock with uh, I rock with Daylight. Now he's on a very very serious conscious tip. Yeah, very very super, very very big conscious tip right now. And I rock with anybody who um uh, who's trying to put that out there. Like if, if if you guys don't know who Daylight is, I would suggest you guys YouTube um Daylight versus Oops. D a y l y t daylight versus oops. I think it's three o's o o o p s. And if you don't want to watch the whole battle, then look up round three because there's enough videos on there that are just on round three. But if you want to watch the whole thing, um, what oops is saying because oops is about. I mean, oops is like he has a crazy life, and uh, but he also talks about being conscious and like being an activist yeah. you know for like black rights and then daylight's on a conscious tip too daylight comes from you know he's from the hood and 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 when you guys listen to that battle i think especially if you only want to spend a few minutes on it and i think from that point you'll want to look up other stuff but daylight versus oops round three i gotta check that out because i have it'll blow your mind what yeah. they both are talking about is on profound on a on a different level. That'll give you an idea of why I rock with daylight. So daylight versus oops round three. I think we'll do that for you. And then now the stuff he's putting out is real conscious. So I, I rock with him. Now have you ever got into uh like rock and roll or anything? Punk rock, emo, anything? No, nah, like um like when I was growing up, um that was like, you know, white people music. Uh-huh. Um, ska and, and alternative and stuff and uh like i used to crush on this white girl and she listened to like nirvana and shit yeah. so i like tried you know and then whatever that album with the little baby swimming in the water that's that one right so it's there you go only so like i'm oh, pretty sure it's the only album i don't know but 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 like so i can appreciate it to some degree solely because i did listen to it like i forced myself to listen to yeah it. but i never would have you know otherwise um but i can appreciate those types of bands like uh and how they resonated with like that that group you know the kids yeah white kids what about like, even older than that like some zeppelin or something like that so once again i never got into because that was all white people music yeah. right it, it really was um uh, but i mean like uh you know if you go like i don't know man like uh journey yeah. and um starship Right, mm -hmm. you remember Mannequin? Nothing's gonna stop us now. Like mm -hmm. the song at the end of Mannequin. I mean, that's eighty stuff, but yeah. but there were always like these more like quintessential radio mega hit songs. So eighties was that, and then Nirvana and all this stuff in the nineties and early two thousands. That it was inevitable that if you listen to anything on the radio, you're gonna catch it. And so yeah, man, I think a lot of them uh, definitely can resonate. But I did not listen to them enough to get into it. I, I I just listened to straight West Coast gangster rap for 
this amount of time, and then I started listening to all East, West, whatever, underground, yeah. mainstream rap, and I was really into hip-hop, uh, and still am, uh, and then I was always an R&B dude. Oh, okay. I was, I'm an R&B dude, but uh, outside of that particular um, genre of music for uh, people of color, yeah, I never really got into... So now that brings me to my uh, my next question. Let me see. Is it a fortune cookie question? This is my fortune cookie that I got. Yeah. And I'm going to give my fortune to you because I'm going to need you to uh, read it. Read it. And then I'm going to ask you this question. You want me to read this to the people? Yeah. Uh, it says Panda Express. <laughs> Panda Express. Okay. But above that, it says speak from the heart speak from the heart so here it comes are you ready for this one? Oh, okay so you're oh, gonna is, you're gonna jump off right here okay okay ready so speak you just brought up r&b right okay you're really good r&b guy you just know about it and history and it made you feel certain ways when you listen to songs i mean and... I, I don't know about like what well, what's happening right now i don't know about like <laughs> i don't know what the hell that was why did it okay why did your phone just do that i have no i didn't even touch it you, you everyone can see my man's arms are right here in his phone siri did, just wanted to chime in yeah siri. yeah siri siri what go see that's why he'd be talking crazy to her when she don't get become, off subject when she becomes self-aware she's don't gonna come, fuck you up for yelling subject okay are so you ready for this one yeah yeah, yeah of course kells bro i'm sorry R kelly what, what about him? Are you familiar with everything that's going down right now? Um, I, I'm like, I haven't followed it. Got you. But yeah. So when, um, when maybe you'll remember more than uh, I could, because it's probably got a couple years on me. It probably made a little more sense to you than it did to me. What? When he uh, had that whole uh, thing with the underage girl and he pissed on her. Yeah, yeah. Did, did like looking back at it now, he was like twenty seven and she was fourteen. Like, did that make sense to you back then? Well, I mean, I'm sorry, makes sense. I mean, I don't know why. It just never, it never really clicked to me. Like, yeah, he got caught with him. I don't know, whatever. It, uh, you know. Okay, so if you go back farther than that, he was married to Aaliyah. Yeah, and, and Aaliyah she was, was fifteen. Uh, yeah, whatever age she was, she was underage, and he was overage yeah. and it wasn't like 19 and 15 or 19 and 17 i'm pretty it was sure like, it was 27 if i'm not mistaken mid to later 20s and she was whatever she was she was under 18 i think it was 15 so at that time did you understand that uh, oh at that time i didn't know she was 15 okay because that was very hidden like yeah. if you look at one of the interviews where they're together when the interviewer's like so how old are you she's like Shh, that's a secret uh -huh. so unless you know, there was no Google back then, so I didn't know how old she was. Gotcha. But, like, you could tell there was an age difference, but there's a very big difference because back then, uh, you know, like, I wasn't really aware of the significance of all that. I, I mean, maybe that could be it, too. That's what I'm trying but to that, say. But it that didn't... was then. Yeah. Uh, a 30 or 40-something-year-old dude pissing on a 14-year-old? Bro, what? There's There's not really much else to... Like, what, what do you have to analyze about that? Yeah. There's nothing to analyze. So do you think that that's why this is all coming back? Because now everybody has the uh, the tools and the means to actually understand all this shit. What happened back in... What was that? It was the 90s, right? No, it wasn't that long ago, no? dog. It, wasn't, it was not that long ago. But the point is, is like, I don't really necessarily know if I understand what you're asking me because I don't know what you need to analyze. What tools do you need to know that a grown-ass man was fucking 
I just kid. back in the day. That's just, pedophilia. When, when that shit came out, mm. it just the more more thing that caught my eye was the pissing thing because I was like, why is he? It doesn't matter if you piss on her. You can't sleep with a fucking fourteen or fifteen year old. That's disgusting, <laughs> That's, man. You don't get my. You don't get what I'm saying. It's like the whole thing is disgusting. <laughs> it's a. It's it's statutory rape I by legal terms. No, 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 no. It's totally. it's gross on a bunch of levels. I, I totally understand. Throw that. a bunch of urine in there, and it's just what? <laughs> it's a big mess. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, dude. Um, the the new stuff. That's coming out. Yeah. Look, man, you want to get into conspiracy theories. You got people saying that they're trying to crucify another black man. They're trying to find another major black celebrity uh, to um, tarnish their mm-hmm. reputation. Uh, you know what, man? Let's say there. Let's say there is a dedicated group of people. You call them whatever you want that are trying to tarnish somebody. Uh, if you believe that all of the women that accused Bill Cosby were paid or lying raper i don't i don't know what that means that's bill cosby that's his nickname now okay Mm -hmm. i didn't know that but there are many people who say that all of those women if you to individually analyze their um uh story yeah it's super sketchy really yeah 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 no Um, shit and he got acquitted from like almost all of them yeah right because if he didn't he'd be in jail for like seven thousand years right he didn't get that he got you know he found got found guilty of some things, right? But what I'm trying to say is, there are many people who specifically say that if you um, if you take each, because that's what you're supposed to do when it goes through the legal process. Yeah, they're gonna break down each event, right? That that's why he got acquitted of almost all of them. Uh huh. Okay. So let's say you want to go that route. That there is an organized um, group that's trying to tarnish black uh, black or famous uh, people of color. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they didn't make him piss on a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. You can say whatever the hell you want, but so has he been canceled by you? That's what I yeah. guess. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, I stopped listening to his music. Really? I mean, I stopped buying people's albums so many years ago that I wouldn't have supported in that regard. You know, like the money part, and and I yeah, I mean, like uh, I don't listen to the music anymore. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like this new stuff is about where he's like holding women captive and like like mentally destroying them and like well well i caught some (laughs) tape i don't know what to say about that because those are grown women those are like uh, unless they weren't yeah i mean are some of them underage Uh, i didn't i really didn't want to go watch it all the way because i'm like he's already a dirtbag in my mind yeah there's no more proof that i need sure and i don't need to even Proof it up even more. Sure, sure, sure. Um, just done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, so as I understand it, there are women coming out saying that he was uh, very abusive mentally, uh, that they were like sex slaves and things like that. I, I can't really speak on that. Yeah. Because as adults, if they're they all look like adults to me, that's sort of like a different conversation because they unless he like literally kidnapped them yeah they that they got into that of their own accord Mm -hmm. that doesn't then make anything he did after that okay but what i'm trying to say is you know the history is of pedophilia yeah and to me like you don't need to do anything after pedophilia no like you get cut out i I think that's what i think what i was trying to say is a lot of people he wasn't canceled to a lot of people until right as of recently um and so you're going to have people who are obviously going to say, I want to know the facts. Yeah. It did it really happen. Was she really 14? Look, 
I don't know any. I don't think there's any debate. Yeah. Because for that one instance, that that was a 14 year old woman, and I guess the argument that I've heard for people on his side, at least like online, yeah, is that she um uh, lied about her age, uh-huh. which okay, right? She lied about her age. I don't know about the fake ID part. So let's say he said him and his dude bodyguard, let me see your ID. Uh-huh. If it says that she's above age. <sighs> technically it's not illegal yeah because the video that she's on because i have some dudes that they want to see everything yeah okay faces of death kind of dudes okay so kind of kind of and so i i did end up with the homies um they were like yo because this is when that was going on which is why i know that it wasn't like mega it was in the 90s yeah it was like early 2000s or mid 2000s even i don't know man um we could find that out by googling it but um my dude was like, yo, peep. And there was this video where it was like one, two, I think like the third woman in. And I was like, this, I'm just, we're just watching porn. Like it's just a, a dude smashing women. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, cause you don't know, we didn't know what she looked like. Yeah. They hadn't put her on TV. Right. Cause you can't do that. So it's like, you're just watching. And I, re- I even remember just to be, keep it 100. I remember one of the women on there was like this, uh, like she had like certain color skin and she had done some to her hair, like blonde highlights or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, that woman's bad. Right. Yeah. Like he's just smashing some like bad woman. Bad broads. Yeah. And then the next one comes on and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, turn that shit off. Because to me, it was clearly a 14-year-old. Really? To me, it looked like a child. Shut the fuck up. It looked like a kid. It didn't, okay. It doesn't have to be this extreme, but it didn't look like an 8-year-old. You see what I'm saying? But it looked like, It was a 14-year-old. Like, you could tell that it was an underdeveloped. Like, you just watched him smash three grown-ass women. And then all of a sudden, you're like, all right, dude. I'm like, that has to be her. I'm done. And I walked away. And, yeah. and, you know, like, I'm not trying to knock my dudes, but they were like, you don't know, man. And they just kept watching, and I just left the room. Like, I've always been able to do that. Like, without going too gross. Like, remember when that two girls, one cup yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. went across the world? Bro, people were talking about it, and I was like, bro, I don't, if that's what that is, like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Right? You just have to tell me. I don't need to see it. It was a cup. But peep, I was at somebody's house, yeah. and then everyone was like, dude, just watch it, dog. Like, we had, like, like there was like 10 dudes. And like six of them were like, yo, I haven't seen it, man. I need to see this. Yeah. And it came on and I was looking at it. And it starts off normal, whatever that it means. It was a weird music. I don't remember the music, it was but very I, just weird music. Remember, I just remember two chicks. Okay. And it started off for like the first whatever amount of seconds being completely whatever. And then as soon as it segued, <laughs> as soon as it segued, I, I got up and walked out. I, it turned that bitch up. Why do I need to see that? Yeah. Like I, the description was bad enough. And then I saw the the one point seven seconds of it, and I was like, "Screw her!" And I turned her <laughs> and I turned around and walked out the room because I don't want to yak, homie. Yeah. That's not it's not even funny to me. Yeah. Okay. But once again, that's still too adult, and it's not illegal. Yeah. We're talking about a thirty-something year old dude by legal definition raping. Let's call that shit what it is. If they can call it statutory rape. Then we can call it rape. Yeah. Because it's rape. Yeah. If a 14 year old or whatever age, 17 and 11 and a half months, the law says that she is not capable or he is not capable of making an adult decision. Therefore, it is an adult who's of stronger mind and influence coercing them. Yeah. It's rape. Why would I want to co sign for someone after that? Yeah. Never. Never. So yeah, they got he got cut off. So quick. what about what about the um the argument that people have where they could separate the music from the the person? I, I mean, 
I don't really have an argument for that because if you are able to do that, if somehow the person you hear singing like an R&B love song, you know it was just raping a 14-year-old, if you can... <laughs> Let's just call that what it is. If you could somehow extract that from and still just be like, uh, it's good. It's just a song. It's just a song. Uh, it's just a song. Okay. And he uh, did write the lyrics to uh, "Age Ain't Nothing But a Number." Uh, for yeah. Aaliyah. For Aaliyah, yeah, yeah. Rest yeah. in peace, Aaliyah. So I mean, there you go, man. If you could do that, um, if you're able to, uh, if you believe that. Fuck, I don't know. Bill Cosby did one or or ten or whatever of those yeah. things, and you're able to to put that aside and still rock with the the the, the stand up and the the that, show. Bill Cosby never meant anything to me, any show or anything. Oh. It was just like, what? oh yeah, no, he's one of the biggest comedians of all time. Not yeah, not to me, you know. So yeah. when people were standing up for him or whatever, like it, I, I didn't, didn't have, resonate with. I it. didn't have a. A dog in the oh race, yeah yeah you know? the Cosby like, show Cosby, was whatever because you like, have to think about what was going on in this country as that was a, a show about blacks yeah a quality show that taught positivity it was a huge deal yeah huge and he was one of the the biggest comedians like he's the Black Seinfeld yeah huge Black Seinfeld huge Bill that's Cosby's a, huge that's a deep one huge got you Seinfeld's half Bill Cosby's age Bill Cosby was doing it for decades before Seinfeld doing it if if that's what the man did supposedly see, if that's what the man did I don't know I wasn't there I just called him King Raper to joke the, I wasn't there the thing that's hard about it is is but look, look let's keep Good luck you can keep the same energy going whatever direction you want. Harvey Weinstein, yeah. right? Mega powerful man in Hollywood. There's women who were like, in 1977, when I was 18 years old, I'm just becoming a famous actress. I had to do this and this. And I'm like, yo, you can fucking say something about a dude 40 years later? What the fuck? Same thing with Bill Cosby. Some of those women were coming out of left field decades. And I'm just like, there's no statute of limitations. And I mean, if, if someone did something to you, I am glad that there's not a legal limit, but at the same time, it's like, yo, 40 years ago? Do you think that's a responsibility that they they should have? The or, women? Yeah. I mean, I don't know the circumstances. I don't know how it affected them. You, I can't speak on that, right? Uh -huh. But it's just like, yo, if somebody did something to you 30 years later, there's, I mean... I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it's, it's a hard. hard one, it's dude. hard. It's I, hard. I feel really bad for women because I know the power that men have over them, like physical power. Sure. And, you know, it's very intimidating when you get in certain situations. I, I think a feminist know? would be very upset with you right now. Why? Because they're equal. Men don't have physical power over women because well, we're the same, Frank. I love women. I love feminists. I love all women. <laughs> but I love my woman. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I wish uh, I just I, I wish everybody just was given a fair shake. That's pretty much it. I just wish people didn't rape each other. That's it. Yeah. Like, how about we just stop raping each other? Come on, dude. Everybody has fucking sisters and moms and aunts and like, no, dude. Come yeah. on. Like, like, let's not even what try to talk fuck? about. Let's not not talk about world peace. Let's not talk about like like that kind of stuff. Let's just talk about like how about. We just don't rape each other. Yeah, and expect uh, respect people's like right to choose. Like, no, I don't want to have sex with you. Yeah, like drunk frat guy. Yeah, and then you can't just like rape them. Yeah, 
How about you just, I mean, like Tinder, you can just swipe right a few times and you'll be able to smash just fine. Yeah. Like, why do you have to rape and then somebody? you think about what's the main reason that people don't want to go to jail, guys? Because they don't want to fucking get raped. Right. And, but they'll rape a woman. But they're raping. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, she was drunk or whatever. Like, no, dude. no, dude. That, that's not so the when world you, when we you fucking live in. When you take three, like, like haymakers to the temple and you're woozy, you're Loki kind of drunk. And when Butch starts raping you he's gonna say well like he, he didn't say no because you were just kind of like not really all there that's essentially the same shit that you just said yeah about the woman yeah so like look man whether it be r kelly or whether it be weinstein or whether it be whoever man first of all anybody who's out here hurting children bro like this shit makes me a this is getting me mad just thinking about it. Uh, I got it. another one on the list. Hurting you ready for children, this one? dog. What? Okay. You ready for this one? Okay. So I was just on World Star. <laughs> Which you shouldn't have been, but okay. <laughs> and I saw a preview for an upcoming documentary okay. on The King of Pop. Oh, the, okay. So I did hear about it. The two um, two boys that are grown now, and they, they help produce a I documentary. Think that, I right? think that's what it was. It was just another do- like a preview of the documentary come in. I, I really didn't see much of it, but I think that's on the horizon. Yeah, it's supposed to be really big. Um, I heard about it a little bit. Two two boys, well, they're, you know, they're grown men now. Um, they are either like, I don't know if they produced and directed it, but they're like very much behind this documentary about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, um, I, you know, I don't know, brother. I'd have to watch it, of course. Yeah um I, I don't i don't really know what to say until it's out or whatever you know i think that one's gonna be a lot harder if it does come out with a lot of su- substantial evidence for people to quit michael as it was to quit oh uh, yeah let's see what they say Not for me i don't give a fuck i mean let's see what they say if, if it's an entire documentary about like what they say happened that is absolutely no different than than someone saying that well i was there i lived in neverland or i was around and that didn't happen yeah. Then it just ends up being right. If there's like you know, like people want proof, right? Proof is not, but this happened. Yeah. That's not proof, right? So if it's an entire documentary, it's probably filled with it has in- to. information. Nobody would take well, I mean, somebody would, but it would be a, a big waste of time to just put like uh evidence or because they could they could have just made evidence. a movie. Yeah. Because a movie is not a documentary. Yeah, a movie's not. So hopefully, they to... would have some proof or sure. something. Sure, sure. But... I mean, who knows, brother? I mean, uh, I mean, if you come out with a documentary, it's it's probably going to have some stuff in there that people are going to try to look up and prove or disprove. And yeah, we'll see. You know, like to be honest with you, man, I don't really, I don't really concern myself with uh, other people's lives, and I just don't. I don't want them to be raping children. Yeah. No, you know me. I'm always up on the new topics and shit like that. And that R. Kelly one has definitely been sure. a big topic. I mean, when you say I was on World Star today, I already <laughs> am concerned for your like long term mental. Why? Well-being. I'm doing my my studying. Your study. That's 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 my research that I have to do. <laughs> uh, with all that stuff, there is things that you can find on there. Good clips or something that'll give you some kind of good information. Or good information to accomplish what though? Just to be uh, well-rounded about what's going on in society. <laughs> right? On a world star. There's been plenty of times where you you called me in a frantic, um, and you're asking me like, "What does this emoji mean?" And I just have to explain it to you. Uh, what the emoji? So if you didn't have me for a disclaimer, what, you guys, I've never called Frank 
frantic about the meaning of an emoji <laughs> that is a flat out is, exaggeration. So fra uh, frantic would be um, an opinion, right? In my opinion, <laughs> it, was, it was frantic. That would be the incorrect usage of a term. Like, hey, what does this mean, Frank? Does it mean like I called you like I'm holding on with four fingers on the edge either of a way, cliff? Either way. And I'm if like, if I don't know what this emoji means, I'm going to plummet to my death. That's frantic. If, okay? if it wasn't for my my world star research, yeah, maybe I wouldn't know that. You know, the the meaning of the emoji? I'm in the world star, the vlogs, the podcast, uh -huh. the post, everything. I'm intertwined with everything. So That's... I'm kind of just figuring out like where things are going okay right about i, I wish you the best with that thank you dog uh, it's, going, it's going pretty good yeah. I, I dig it hey man remember we talked about that <laughs> you guys uh log on to worldstarhiphop.com <laughs> but it used to be a lot worse they used uh, to show a lot of like death and killing and like faces of death they did stuff. yeah on worldstar it was a lot worse is that where people were watching all that stuff um oh no no everyone just hold on do you need to check your phone is that more important than what's my wife right Doug. she's she, she she's home? the most highest are we gonna talk to is no, she coming? She, no she's good she's at work right now it would be dope to have i know she's uh she'll be home maybe like six but you're probably okay gone already. yeah, yeah anyways to, i'm gonna have to dip set up but um no i like you know what i i i kind of i kind of have to uh filter myself through all that stuff but I, I know what it is and i know what it can do to you and i don't let it do that to me what it does to other people you know the the world star and then the, the trolling and things like i understand what it is and i kind of respect trolling um because it's 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 a marketing tactic and it's a marketing tactic that that really works and if you're if you're some like broke kid from the project and you're able to market yourself like crazy and people bite onto it and oh like off of shock value and trolling shock value like whatever you know at the end of the day that's that's marketing um it's kind of on the same lines of of wendy's uh twitter account of what wendy's the burgers okay like they 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 roast people all day and whoever they have on there is like king roaster bro because it's wendy's, super funny yeah wendy's the fast food yeah, chain yeah is so roasting like... people on twitter <laughs> yeah you what? see that's what i'm telling you dog you're living half life right now dog you could that's how you want to look at it my dude that's go my right opinion ahead. that's what i'm fucking sticking to go, it go ahead if that like that's how if you I'm not me frantic if i'm not following wendy's as they roast people <laughs> think that my life is going just I mean, it fine. sounds stupid no i'm sure it's funny it's look, funny i mean look i like to make fun of memes and gifs and all that stuff i mean some of it is definitely funny i'm that's not it that's if you can see the funny in it that's all that matters i mean objectively i'm sure wendy's restaurant with the little uh, white redhead like yeah. cartoon girl right yeah and then they're like roasting someone on twitter i mean it sounds like it's funny I'll let you tell me about it. I'm not going to read it, you know? Yeah, but I like to be caught up on... Uh, pop culture? Pop culture. That's it, right there. Respect, pop culture. Man. You know, it helps me... Um, I don't I don't even know what it helps me with. You know? <laughs> but like you said... It's entertainment. I, I don't I, think that helps you. It's just entertainment. It's entertainment. Yeah, You're being I entertained. I choose to entertain my, my, myself in certain ways. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. We, we indulge in a, a lot of uh, the shows that MTV has to offer. And I understand what those shows are, but wait, it's wait. just what, what do you mean? Um, Sixteen like reality shows, reality shows, yeah. right? Lindsay yeah. Lohan show. Yeah, that's uh, um, that's pretty much like 
the worst television. Jersey Shores. Yeah, yeah. That's um, good for you, Playboy. Like I don't, I don't know. That's you, dog. Tell me so, about okay, it. Okay, so let's let's go let's go this way then. What do you, what do you do for your your uh, like junk food? time what what is something that oh like decompression time? there has to be something yeah so um for me um let's see decompression time uh for me the gym gotcha so then of course then there's like music right and then if you like uh prop it up and watch youtube while whatever like on the stair climber because the stair climber is about the most boring thing on planet earth so you got to watch something but i mean for me to decompress um like a guilty pleasure Let's say that guilty pleasure. I think I think um, like a bomb meal really is my guilty okay. pleasure. So I enjoy food, right? And then um, I mean I'm a big dude because I eat. You know, there's like there's no. I have some, without getting too personal, I have some like health issues uh, that definitely make it harder for me than the next man to be all like super lean six pack dude. Yeah, but um, but nonetheless, I take responsibility for because I travel so much. Like we we kind of talked about this earlier. I travel so much and and there's so many amazing things to eat when I go to this country. We just grub. Grub, right? <laughs> and I mean, and so you go sit down, you like whether you yelp it or ask some, someone local, you gotta go here, right? Yeah. And I just have that body type where if I don't eat like uh like um kale. <laughs> And like, oh, you and, were supposed to go on the kale diet. Yeah, that, so everyone, that's <laughs> it. We'll have to tell that story in a second. But like, homeboy really thought that was like. Remember how we had him going for like a long time? Who was it when we were when we were in uh, Philly? And I mentioned the kale diet, diet, and and he and, and he was like, "Oh, dude, my uncle did the kale diet." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and it was just like, should we tell him that we just made that it's up? Right, a roll, dog. But but okay. So anyways, <laughs> so unless I if I drink like water and like boiled broccoli for like a year i'll lose the weight yeah if i eat anything considered like normal really? food, yeah dude Damn. so i'm like the most active big dude you'll ever meet like i can give you clap push-ups it can hang a 45 plate from a belt and i can do dips like i'm strong but lean i am not yeah <laughs> you feel me like, i'm a big dude um and in 2018 i was actually telling frank that it's one of my biggest personal things and that's like a nice uh um struggle and fight that helps keep me grounded is that that's like a, a weakness if you will yeah and because i know what it's gonna i know what's gonna happen yeah so if you know what's gonna happen you still do it that's a weakness yeah right you gotta fight that so uh, in 2018 i put on a bunch of weight uh because traveling and eating and i have more flights planned in 2019 so i'm already going into it knowing that i'm already fighting the battle you have to prepare yeah. You know, whatever that means, whether that means when I'm in London, I got to find a grocery store, which with the Internet is not hard to do. Yeah. Go uh, look it up, Uber it, grab some stuff, you know, cook in the hotel room. Right. If I have that kind of suite or just whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so that's my thing. But for me, decompression is the gym. You know, I work out, I don't know, five, six days a week. So the guiltiest thing you say you would do is just eat poorly. At, at certain I, honestly i don't even think it's poorly it's the it's the uh amount portions portions i don't okay. i don't i hardly touch fast food i drink coffee and tea i don't yeah. drink soda i don't drink alcohol i don't touch uh, i'm just i don't do drugs and i don't drink alcohol mm -hmm. people think like you know it's not a moral thing you come home crack an ice cold beer you're at a wedding toast the champagne go to a nice bomb uh like steak dinner red wine pair it all yeah. that jazz it's you know i dig it I just don't do it, yeah. right? So everyone's just like, oh, man, you want to lose weight? Just quit drinking soda 
just cut down on beer. And I'm like, bro, this belly is not a beer belly. Yeah. And they're like, what? Like, yo, I don't drink. I haven't had a beer in like, I don't know. What year was it? Wow. Last time I had a beer, probably 20 years ago. Really? Dead ass, 20 years. Damn. 99? 99. Probably 99. I'm 2010. Okay. So, Frank, that's right. You don't drink alcohol yeah. at all. So, so for me, guilty, uh, I feel like the guiltiest thing I do, yeah, man, I think, I really? think it, food is like, I, I mean, a bomb meal is a bomb meal. Yeah. And then, you know, we can eat the same bomb meal and I'll get bigger and you won't. That's just, and I, because I know that I have to take responsibility. Yeah. But I that's my you. guiltiest thing. I, I mean, guess that's what I was, what I was getting to is like a guilty pleasure. I, I think ours, so. Like know? if you, if you have some bomb accomplishment, like when something happens, what, what does everyone say? Let's go celebrate. What does that mean? Let's go to dinner. Let's go get fucked up. <laughs> so for me, it's like, all right, let's go to this place and that place. So um, that's my guilty thing, man. Like I'm actually like, uh, I've been through enough. Yeah. I've seen enough. I've either been a part of, especially when I was younger, like when it comes to bad things, seeing bad things, doing bad things. Um, it's been enough uh, for me to to stay away from certain things. Um and I think people think that that's easy because of what they see now, because of the discipline. Yeah. Like, for example, I don't even watch TV. I don't own a television. Yeah. And some people think that's really weird. It is kind of weird. If you really think about it, people are like, I mean, because you don't have to watch trash TV. What about the news yeah, or the yeah, weather? Yeah. I don't watch TV at all. And it's not like I wouldn't be able to control what I was watching. But for me, it's like, I don't watch TV. You tell someone that you don't drink alcohol at all and you don't watch television and you're already by definition a weird dude yeah for sure and so for me that's just how it is man i do sometimes for me black and white is better gotcha. just no gray i don't or i do yeah and i don't make exceptions okay and that type of discipline comes from i mean i mean i got stories and scars on my body man there's reasons well i want to i want to take it to that real quick um things that you've been through in your past in your past life and, and um yeah uh, things you may have been a part of or done or whatever. Do you feel like now that you've been given a second chance that you feel that, that it's kind of an obligation to, uh, to kind of teach others to pull them up? I mean, philosophically, the answer to that, of course, is yes. But I mean, the second chance happened every time I came out of a situation in which I probably shouldn't have. Or, but there had to be one last second chance, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. So so there was a time in which, because of my actions, I almost got um, somebody killed who <laughs> did not deserve that. Yeah. Like, they, they, they're like the definition of innocent bystander, but they were being a, a good person to me. And because they were there physically uh, for me, yeah. they were going to die. Um, <clears throat> so I guess that's the one that stands out to tie to what you just said about like the last one, the yeah, biggest yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do I feel like it's an obligation? I don't really kind of look at it like that. Um, but I, I mean, I've become a much more positive person. Um, and... <sighs> I mean, obligation, maybe it's just... I mean, obligation is kind of maybe a bad maybe word. Maybe it's just semantics, yeah. But I mean, I definitely feel like giving back. I mean, I definitely feel... I mean, like, like we've talked about this before. You know, a lot, a lot of times people don't want to say it. And I'm, I'm also not the type because people are so quick to be like, what a dick, right? But you want to talk about resumes. 
Well, we've talked about yeah. this. Like when it comes to resumes in the con- in the context of the automotive culture, I yeah. mean, let's just keep it 150. Like my resume is strong. Yeah. Like like as, as according to other people, in the, the last 12 months, it's uh, it's got a lot stronger. Just and then that. and then if you go back two, five, ten, fifteen yeah. years, it's untouchable, man. You know, and there's people that do their own thing in different ways, and I love it because, like you said, everyone has their own lane. It's not like we're all in the same lane. That's the problem. People want to act like because he's doing it, you're taking away from me. Well, no, bitch. Go do it yourself. Yeah. Fucking, I hate that, you know? So, yes, man, we can all eat, but it's like, you know, when you talk about the first thing people say is like, how come you don't build another car or what car you're going to about to build? It's because I don't need to build another car to reach people. Mm-hmm. I've reached people in the way of the, the, the helping set the standards, the current standards that exist. I've helped be a part of that, you know? And, um, oh, yeah, I mean, like the, the, the whole big mic spec thing that you're talking about. Oh, yeah. That so, hashtag. So, guys, we're, uh, we're going to start something. Uh, I, I actually want to get, like, stickers or something made, but Big Mike's car was the first car to get done top to bottom in Downstar. So we're going to use that term as a Big Mike spec because this was the first to do it. Um, and what, what we mean by top to bottom is um, literally every single bolt uh, washer or nut, right? Yeah. On the entire car, there's one bolt on the head that's like an oil galley bolt, which you can still do it, but I just didn't, and that was just not me because you have to like machine it. Um, but that's I really think that's the only one on the entire car. I mean, if you pulled my dash off, yeah, my pedal assembly, yeah, I have pictures of the pedal yeah. assembly and stuff, you yeah. know, when I when I um, when I, the bracketry, the steering column bracketry, like the D brackets, the um, my, my pedals are custom, so I have a pedal that's from a Subaru STI drive by wire pedal, so it's been mated to like the OEM prelude brake and clutch pedal. All those assemblies were tumbled and gold zinced and all these brackets, and when we put everything back together, it's with. Uh, the hardware um, and the washers and the nuts, um, the dash bracketry under the car, underneath anything you can't see. All the the back half of the car has been redesigned. You know, the with the rear seat delete and the Canton Racing Accu sump and the new performance fuel and and all this stuff. And there's a lot of stuff you can and, and then cannot see. Every single bolt minus that oil bolt uh, on the entire car is 100% brand new completely fresh uh downstar uh beauty washers and nuts and bolts so that's it's not almost the whole car yeah it's not all the suspension car (laughs) right so it's not just all the suspension or the front half or the engine bay or the transmission or the no it's the whole thing traction bar yeah uh header custom stuff you found a way to utilize it so um so the car, there we go. That's one piece of that car that's helped start trends. Yeah. That's one. That's just hardware, right? You how many how many people have you contacted you since my car came out and whether they reference my car or not, they were just like I want to do my entire vehicle. How many have you had? Yeah, you see the M4 out there, right? I seen it. You seen it. Yeah. They calling me. Okay. So M4, but what about it? <laughs> What about in the Honda community? No, they're they're. Uh, I mean, it's not like fifty, but it's like no. What? There's there's been a demand for for people who want to get to the next level. Yes, they yes. know that that's what they need to do. Yes. Be- Speaking of that, I'm uh-huh. sorry to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but remember that post that you did, right? 
about like who do you think are some of the most or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. not some of them. I think you might have worded it as the most. Yeah. <laughs> and and I didn't even catch that post. Mm-hmm. I think it, honestly, I think Instagram's really done something with the algorithms. I think it's going on the way of Facebook. Yeah. Where like if you're not paying, like no one sees your stuff. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. Because real talk, I didn't even see the post. I had people uh send it to me. And you know how you can like send a post yeah. or DM screenshots, you name it. And there were people or a person that said, well, I don't think Big Mike's that influential because you don't see people in the country doing builds like what he did. Yeah. And it was like, yes, you do. Yeah. Right. You can name what five yeah. that are 100% going all out. Right. And they have specifically referenced my build. Okay, you guys, what my point in bringing that up is, is that you have, uh, it's a matter of perspective, right? Some person will say, I don't think that that person or that crew or that uh, 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 channel or that page is that influential. And you'll have a bunch of other people who are like, "Mm, yes, it is. Yeah. It's a matter of what you want to see, right? It's a matter of what you want to see, what you think is valid. And um, there are people who are going to be like, what's the point of? The Downtime with Downstar podcast. And then you have the thousands of other people who are like, have you listened? Yeah. Right? So, you know, and it kind of ties into a comment that was just made on Apple Podcasts for my podcast. Uh You know, know, people can put those ratings, right? I don't know if you can do that on like SoundCloud or Spotify and stuff. Okay. So the Apple Podcast one is just the easiest to read, I guess. And it said... um, uh, along the lines of uh, my phone's over there, I, I can't look it up. But the part that really resonated with me was the end. Is that you know so and so? There's a lot of knowledge and thought stimulation, and but the end he said, um, and you can you can take away nothing from this, or you can take away everything. Yeah, it's up to you. And I was like, well, there it is. This person hit it right on the head. You can listen to anybody, man. Uh, uh, Joe Rogan, Andy Frisella, Gary Vee. And you could be like, those guys are idiots. Yeah. Right? And Or you could be like, my life is, is changed. Or it could be something in the middle. Just one thing someone said. But if you go into it being like, what a douchebag. You're not going to take away anything. You don't have to know or like the person. You just have to be open-minded. Yeah. You just have to be able to allow yourself to think differently, think bigger. That's why I called it the Think Bigger Project, man. Yeah. You know, because it's not about like buildabettercarproject.com. I think I think when people see stuff like that and they post kind of like a, like a salty uh, comment, I just think they don't have enough information because they don't put themselves out enough. They, okay. They, their algorithm of their life of their life yeah is is very small even smaller bubble yeah 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 and it's just if you're not if you're not a worldly person if you're not looking at what's cracking in the uk you have to educate yourself yeah you're not gonna know who a real influence is until you go to the uk and they fuck with you out there you go to japan and they fuck with you out there like it's you have to go out and and really really experience it and i i go through the same issues man and yeah. I, i've just learned that i have to just you do just my do own you thing that's it we talked about it yesterday man whoever comes comes whoever doesn't doesn't i'm still gonna do my own thing yeah exactly you're gonna do your own thing exactly and, and i want i want our things to like align parallel as long as they can you know because i fuck with what you're doing and uh it's a it's dope to just to to have a friend that's just motivated and and trying to do better and not just hating like what the fuck does that guy have you know it's just brother it's i don't have time for that i mean as as cliche as that is is i'm i'm literally 
too busy to even drive my car casually. How if 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 I'm not traveling or working, believe me, I want to drive my car. But you know what I don't want to do is take that one weekend out of the last six months that I can actually sit down and do my own thing and say, I'm going to spend this weekend trolling people on the internet. Yeah. What? Nah, man. You guys go ahead with all that, man. It's just there's 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 loved ones and family and responsibilities and work. And, um, you know, the game is chess, man. It's not checkers. There's stuff. You know that I that that's lined up for 2020. Yeah. You know there's stuff that's lined up this year that started in 17, 18, and and how do you think that kind of stuff happens? It happens because you're 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 working on yourself, man. Dude, I do, man. Frank, there's some people who put a lot of effort into trying to fuck other people's shine up, and it's like, why don't you go put that effort into something else? Not right, dude. And it's not gonna turn out good for you. If if you believe in karma or not, I don't give a fuck if you believe in it or not. That shit's coming for you. Yeah, man. I mean, I, like that, we could have that conversation. I don't believe in karma as far as like a a, a literal yeah. circle of energy, but as far as like the 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 concept behind it, that's not even a debate. Very much so, right? Yeah. Very much so. Like if you are out here actively trying to fuck people's shit up, you could call it karma or not. Somebody's gonna fuck your shit up quick. You know, and that's the thing, man, we were talking about it. Like one of the episodes on my podcast coming up is about the Internet. Right. And how real it is. And, and, And basically it's like if you say some crazy shit to somebody online and they want to fuck you up in real life, you can call them crazy, immature. You can tell them they're delusional. It's just the Internet. You can say whatever you want. But that's because you didn't think that you crossed the line. Yeah. But according to who? Like, you think that it's okay, but they don't think that it's okay. Correct. So you're going to tell them that, well, I, it's not that big of a deal. Well, it's big enough a deal where this person's trying to cause you physical harm. And like I said, I come from a world in which enemies, like enemies, are people who are, are very much wanting to hurt you in a real way. Like violence on site. That's what we call green light. Mm-hmm. When someone said you got a green light, bro, like you didn't, if you were in public, and people saw you, you were getting dumped at broad daylight in sight, or at the very bare minimum, you're getting run up on. Nighttime, Quick. caught slipping, whatever you want to call it, right? So when someone's saying some crazy shit to me on the internet, <laughs> and I'm supposed to react to that? Come on now, man. You want to say something to me, you can say it in real life. Yeah, I'm out there. I'm across the country. Come through, right? But you don't. Like, you don't. It's yeah. not that real to you, but it's real to you on the internet. But in real life, it's not that real to you. And if it is, speak on it. And let's let's see what happens. Yeah. Right? Let's take a little walk. It's, it's an easy thing, man. It's an easy thing. You really feel some type of way, come say it to me. And we can have an adult conversation. And it can go in whatever direction it needs to go. But if you're not going to say it in real life, then don't be a bitch. And just go about your business. That's it, dude. It's not that complicated. It's not. It's good to have those conversations in person too, because that uh, that fixes a lot of shit. If you can't Facetime, communication, my dude, communication, Facetime. If they can, whatever, whatever. But I mean, in history, kings would sit across the table from an enemy king, and they would have a dinner and a meal with each other as as respectable enemies. Yeah, and then go about going back to their troops, their armies. To then kill each other. But it wasn't just 100%. The internet is just an on button. 
at all times you're just firing off at the mouth yeah. right nah man there were times where enemies would sit with each other have a conversation it would be neutral ground you would talk about what's gonna happen or try to fix it and then if not then you went back to your uh your sections and and went at it in an organized adult fashion now people just think that it's on if you if you really wanted it on at all times then you have to be ready if you can type some shit at three in the morning then you should be ready for someone to kick in your door three at three in the morning <laughs> but yeah oh it's not that serious i never got that i never understood it's that serious when people, enough when people just say like it's just the internet. I'm, yeah, it's the internet. You know, uh, it's the internet to me means like maybe this link isn't real. Maybe this isn't sure. a true story. That's what it's just the internet right. means to me. It's funny how people will say that real quick. But when I've met somebody and they say something about me online, that's the same. Ooh. 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 That's the same exact as them saying to me in person. In person. It, it, it is. We've already communicated. So whether you were to text me, yeah, whether you were to email me, yeah, or say it online, or record your face, or FaceTime, I hate your guts. I'm it's gonna all, punch you in your face. It's all the same. Same. And maybe, maybe to the guy that you're talking shit to online, it isn't the same to him. But that's not your decision. <laughs> Correct. That's not your decision to make. Correct. It's that like if the person, if the make. person comes up on you. At an event, and was like, "What the fuck is up?" I was like, "Oh, you're immature. It's just the internet. What the fuck? This is real life. The dudes over here are trying to f snuff you, and yeah. you're over here like, you're not a, you're a child. What the fuck? That's the wrong time to try to talk life, some sense. Baby. It's real life in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But golden rule: treat people how you want to be treated. Do your best, and fuck it. We none of us know why we're here anyway. So we'll I see. do. Why is that? For downtime with Downstar. Everyone's purpose is for them, man. You have to discover that in here, man. Do you think you'll know the day that you fulfilled that purpose? Is it like a day where you fulfill knowing it? the purpose and fulfilling it are separate? Yeah. Or is it the day that you know? I'll your tell purpose? you. I'll tell you what it isn't. Uh -huh. Nobody's purpose is to troll other people on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was born so they could type completely disrespectful shit about people's wives and children and Crazy. businesses. That if that's what you if that's what you think, man, I hope to God, because somebody who has less control over their temper than me, you're gonna say some shit to, and they're gonna give you three to the chin, and you're gonna wake up and have to have your lips stitched back together and put some teeth in. I want to see this temper of yours. Bro. No, you don't. Not to, not towards me. <laughs> Even regardless, my guy. Regardless, it's it's not. Uh, it, it was it was there. It's a very real part of me. But I mean, I'm not. Um, I'm not really uh looking forward to having that that side. Uh, come back to the so you've surface. said something you've said something do you remember what you told me in the past about a temper and you related it to something else having a temper is the same as yes okay uh-huh let's we're, we're gonna we're gonna end it on that one guys i want you to throw it out there because this is a really good gem and this is something that i that i took uh that i took uh that helped me out a lot oh 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 okay so i think that you're referring to when i said that um a, a temper is like a de your demon, mm -hmm. right? And the, the uh, a demon that a lot of people are fighting is suicide. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah, man. For me, what I've realized is most people think about how people are fighting depression is actually the word. And then subsequently, you have things like suicide that can come from extreme types of depression. For me, um, people who have to fight depression have their that that devil. But for me, fighting a temper 
is like fighting that kind of devil because if you lose your temper, someone will die. At least my temper. I don't know if that was saying too much. But and then if someone has extreme depression, bro, someone can die. It could just be themselves. Or you hear about people who off their family, right? Yeah. Um, or a family member or their whole family. And then they off themselves. These are obviously extreme examples, but real ones nonetheless. So for me, a temper is, is a demon that some people have to fight just like depression is. And I'm telling you guys right now, if, you, if you're always sad, uh, if, if you're always depressed, if you feel like that's something you're fighting, fight harder. You know, find good people to help you. You're not alone. And if you're out there, if you have violent thoughts on the far other end of the spectrum if you have violent thoughts if you feel like fucking somebody up if you listen to a lot of rap music you're gonna try to want to shoot people if you grew up in a certain type of lifestyle however that extreme manifestation of sadness or anger is man you need to fight that that's where willpower and help and good people come from because either extreme will create for a very very bad result that's good man and that's helped me out a lot because i i do have you know certain triggers mm -hmm. that really do anger me yeah and uh good thing that i have ash around to you know oh, she that keeps I can, you level yeah then i can talk to about a certain issue i've talked to you about issues and stuff and you just give me a different way to look at it <coughs> and it, it, it it's like something that's inside of you when this trigger happens even just somebody cutting you off sure 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 and couple circumstances you got a bad enough day there's so much going on some dude cuts you off and then flips you off and you're about quick. to lose your goddamn top for nothing for nothing take all the shit out on this random dude um, who's just being a dick yeah, yeah yeah exactly because exactly. maybe he's just having a day and he's like fuck you yeah he, and he might actually be far far down the spectrum more than if you get out he's getting out and he's gonna fuck you up yeah everyone that's the problem is a lot of times with men it's pride you're so arrogant that you think that if you don't behave i'm gonna fuck you up until you find somebody who gives less of a shit than you do yeah. and you're gonna get yourself in a situation where you are not prepared there's always a bigger batter wolf man there's always someone who's angrier, who has more pain than you, who has more going on. And if you if you let those two collide, whew, I've seen it. I've been there. I've been the one. I've been the one. Dude, I've, everyone who tells you stories where they're always the one winning a fight, they're lying to you. Yeah. Right? It's, everyone loses. Man, I have, like I told you, man, I have scars on my body. I have stories. You're, you do not win them all. You might not even win most of them. Yeah. Right? But I mean... Yo, like you guys, whether you're sad and you're fighting depression or whether you're angry and you're fighting this like perpetual temper, fight it, continue to fight it, find outlets, you know what I'm saying? Go to the gym, you know, run around the block, climb, rock climb, you know what I'm saying? Bust do a nut. Something, man. If if you got to rub one out, you know, just whatever you got to do, man, but don't let that that emotion end up doing something to you or to others that you will regret. Yeah. You're, you're not a cold-blooded killer. You're not a person who has no spark of life or happiness in them. It's just then you're fighting it. It seems to be winning, but you just have to claw and like dig your claws into the ground and don't let it get the best of you. And uh, exercise willpower, help. Don't be afraid to call for help. Don't just... Just don't, man. That's pride. Once again, put it aside and and uh, you know what I'm saying and and just keep fighting because you're not alone, man. There's all kind of people fighting. And just because you don't see them doesn't mean they don't have their own demons to fight too.
Yeah, I'm glad you actually spoke on that because people would not know that about you, that you're a very short-tempered person because of how you represent yourself, how you speak, and you know when you're on live and your posts, you don't come off as that type of person. And for them to know that that you still deal with those kind of issues, maybe it can give them help. Like, yeah, man, no, you're you know? right, you're right. Um, uh, th but you guys, that's a perfect example. The reason why you might not ever have known or even sensed it is from years. Dude, I don't know, 15 plus years of like active, active uh, um, attempts at controlling it, not passive. Think about that. Like one of the things I talk about in my podcast is, is moving and saying and acting with intent. So, I mean, I'm talking about I'm actually consciously fighting it and you do that long enough and you'll start to win. So that's why you, that one time, I, I think it was episode one or two mm -hmm. when I said that and you were like, really? And I thought, to me, that's a good thing because he had been around me for how many years in the beginning as an observer at like events and stuff to now when we know each other on a personal level and for somebody to have observed me long enough and be like, I had no idea that that's an example of what happens when you consciously and actively fight, you can win because um, I don't, it takes a lot. Like you go about back a certain amount of years, somebody says something, we're fighting. Yeah. Right? Physically fighting. And uh and now it's like, nah man, you you're gonna you're gonna have to try way, way harder. And I might just kind of look at you and chuckle and walk away for something that I would have been willing to uh uh do something very bad yeah. for, you know? Good, man. Well, I'm uh I'm excited to see where this year goes. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff coming up and every year every year just seems to keep getting better and better. And you, and you and couldn't better. you wouldn't even necessarily know. You're like, dude, that was a great year. Yeah. Like I'm happy with the way this year went and then, you know, I think that's the uh, positivity, man. It just keeps opening doors. Definitely, man. Last year we we went to so many trips together, had so many so many good times and conversations, and I just look forward to more of that. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. So before we get off right now, um, if anybody's not following you, where can they follow you at? Where can they find uh, all your info? Oh, I see. Uh, you know what, guys? Instagram would be a great way to uh, see what's going on uh, to communicate. Um, so it's just at the big Mike. T-H-E-B-I-G-M-I-K-E, -E, The Big Mike. Uh, home base for the Think Bigger Project. If you guys want to see what it's about, it's a brand, it's a movement, it's a company that is based on positivity and uh, helping you grow as a person. It's something to be a part of that actually benefits you. So it, it would make sense to support something that's built from the culture for the culture. Uh, the website is home base, thinkbiggerproject.com. Uh, the YouTube links on there, the podcast links on there. Um, you can support their uh, apparel slaps. A uh, one hundred percent of the proceeds just go right back into the project. It's not lining my pocket. It's just there to help the project grow and reach more people. And uh, that's all it is. So Instagram, the Big Mike, and ThinkBiggerProject.com, and uh, let's uh, let's communicate. Dope. So guys, this is actually going to be going up today. Oh. I'm, I'm going to edit this up in a little bit and throw it up today. Dope, so man. we live, baby. 
But I want you guys to show Big Mike some love. If you guys get to this point in the uh, podcast, make sure you go to his Instagram at the Big Mike. Uh, shoot him a DM. Mike always uh, answers those, and uh, he appreciates the love that you guys give. Uh, if there's anybody in the community that really does, it's Mike because I see him uh, interacting with these people and answering their questions and such. And uh, it's dope. It's it's dope to have leaders like this in the community, and I hope it spawns even more people to uh, use their power for good yeah so i thank you for coming man i know it's a drive out here but uh i had a great time dude and um this is downtime with downstar peace